Yeah, y'all liking the George Michael, huh? It's Sunday. You gotta have a little faith today. What's going on, everybody? My name is Ultimate DJs. You're tuned in to Talking Tracks as we go live. Welcome in, everybody. Thank you for being here. Let's find out who is hanging out with us here tonight. Hey, what's up, Jonathan Ingram, 15? Thank you. Welcome. Hey, El Chipo, greetings from the Freighter Server, 196. What's up? Data Systems on 27. Thank you. Fire Force on 26. Big Bad Ed, server 30 in the house. Not my game name, 16. Jace on 44. Stony Dude on server 10. Bernard on 28. What's up? Scrappy from 137. Thank you. Caramel Thunder on server 8. Swap 22. Tabby Moza, server 20. Zakara on 136. Aries on server 14. What's up? Demolition Dude on 146. Thank you. Housekeeping. Server 16. Live from Las Vegas. What's going on? Razzik on 15. Arrow on uh, server 42. Thank you. Hemcorp 157. Just Rich, server 57, what's up? Thank you. Scaly back from the Outback, 193. Thank you. I appreciate you being here. Uh, Ryan Pax on server 15. Long John, server 14 says, get it, get it, get it. Lube on 135. Smoke him on 16. Thank you. Admiral Poops a lot checking in from server 42. I love your name, man. It makes me chuckle every time. Hey, uh, Spade, greetings from 195. Epically just shout out. Server 9, what, whoop. Young Ducat on 38. Thank you for being here. Space Freight, server 57, doing the party right tonight. Shady Pines, uh, reporting for duty from 27 to 29. Slaughter on server 34. Thank you. Dark Menace on 140. Legendary Nurse, server 26. Andar on 163. Tycon, server 33, because we care a lot. Thank you. Anubis on 11. DJ Gurr, server 8. The Looter on 196. And Hani on 10. Clueless when joining us from 13 tonight. Thank you for being here and live. Captain Hick on 131. Smash Trek 133. Kronos on 61. Jerry Ryan from 146. Jetski on 37. Pounce on 43. The Notorious Braun on 38. Thank you. Shiny Shoes on server 30. Welcome in. Indy Dandy on 31. Snow's Just on 13. Irish Jack. Shout out Think Stinks on server 15. <laughs> What's up, buddy? And Dorian on 13. Thank you. Captain Mark. Server 20, Stradalorian on 9, Doug on 47, and Dastardly on 154. What a nice full crowd that we have with us here this evening. Thank you guys so very, very much for being here. As you guys can hear, suffering with the voice tonight, big country. I, I don't know exactly how this happens to a radio guy, but the voice is like teetering on the edge of complete and total failure. I, I have been a hot mess the last 10 days, big country. I mean, really. I was going to say, it's like three weeks in a row or something oh my gosh <clears throat> two sundays ago I had to cancel the show then we did a win was it two sundays ago or yeah i guess it was no it was last sunday right a week ago i don't even know i've lost track of all things my back my legs now my voice I, i'm i could be dying listen i just want to go on record right now and say if if i die i will make sure that my wife notifies somebody all right probably snake eyes he's got a hold of all the financials then Snake Eyes, I bequeath you the entire show and my account and all that stuff, and then you can you can give it out. Listen, rumor has it Big Country needs another big boy account, so he can have my account. Um, <laughs> yes, just in case something were to happen to me, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure I'm not healthy at the moment. Big, like I'm I'm telling you, something is wrong with me. I don't know. I am not I am not the guy that thinks that there's something. What what's the word for that? When you, when you think something's wrong with you, I, I am not a hypochondriac. I'm telling you, there's something in my body chemistry that's off right now. I don't know what it is, 
I'm pretty sure, pretty sure I'm not right right now. I don't know what's going on. Big Country, welcome to the stage. Thank you for being here. Good evening to you. How are you? Yeah, that's right, Stevens Aaron. I'm a piping hot mess. I have no idea. I, I, so I am going to see a doctor. Well, my, my wife is an NP. She's done some labs. Everything seems to check out. I'm going to get an x-ray tomorrow on my hip, on my hip and my lower back because I'm telling you, something's going on. So I've got x-rays scheduled for tomorrow. It's not, it, it can't be COVID. First of all, I know that COVID is resurging everywhere, but it's not in my area yet. I'm fine. Like, and then I, and, and I just, it's not even weird. It's not like when I got COVID the first time. I am, my bones hurt. Iris Jack, you might be right. Iris Jack says it's old age. Big, I mean, I'm turning 40 in a couple of months. I, it could be old age. <laughs> could be. I, I don't know. Maybe all those years of, of Taco Bell are catching up with me, man. I don't know. Whew. And Hani says, call me in 10 years. Buddy, if I make it, all right, I'm pretty sure. Listen, funny, funny story. Well, it's not funny because I've been in an incredible amount of pain. I actually asked my wife yesterday to get me a cane because I can't walk. I'm not kidding you, big. I can't put weight on my left leg. Fell out of the... Okay, true story. I'm at work the other day. I go to get out of my car. My left leg gives out. I literally fall on my big fat butt right there in the middle of the parking lot getting out of my car. My leg. I'm t- something wrong. Listen, something wrong, man. Like I, you, I go all out. I go, I'll get the motorized scooter. <laughs> That's right. If I, 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 my office does not have a ramp, so I'm going to have to use the cane to get up the stairs. <laughs> oh, that's, I don't let Ocean know that. That's violation. Oh, I'm telling you, man. I am telling you, there is something. Something ain't right with Ultimate DJs right now. I, I, I'm sure it's fine. I hope I'm fine, but I'm telling you, I don't feel right. I don't feel right. I don't feel good. Uh, <clears throat> welcome in, everybody. Yeah, not enough vitamin D. Someone told me I had Lyme disease. Somebody else told me I had some other weird disease I can't even pronounce. It's, uh, I mean, I, I, I'm going to get checked for everything. <laughs> I'm just going to have to go and get a bunch of labs started. See what, see what happens. I know I'm a pup. I don't feel like a pup. I feel like I'm falling apart. Anyway, um, welcome. Welcome to the show. Snake Eyes, you, you walk with a cane? See, I didn't know that. I'm going to have to get a cane. I can't, man. All right, <clears throat> we got a lot of stuff to get to today. Yeah, thank you, Stevens Aaron. Thank you for that pod marker. I appreciate that. Uh, good evening, welcome in everybody. Uh, welcome from all the way across this uh, this big continent of North America. I'd like to welcome my friend who doesn't get here very often, ladies and gentlemen. Gregor is here. Get to the good evening to you, sir. Welcome to the show. Thank you, buddy. How's it going? Oh, uh, it's going, man. How are you? Having a late show tonight. Glad you could stop in. How are you? Uh, I'm good. It's actually good timing for me. Good. good. You'll be able to hang out for a little bit. You just got back yeah. from from overseas or just from down the road? <laughs> no, no, no. Cali. Cali. Land of the masks. Uh, yes. Uh, well, there's all kinds of stuff going on in the country right now. Uh, why don't we talk about it, ladies and gentlemen? Live from the Talking Trek News Studios, it's time for your stupid news headlines. Stupid, stupid News! <laughs> It is time for the news. It is. It's all across the all across the world. The COVID nineteen variant is uh, is surging across the across the world, and I don't even I don't even know how this is happening. Like honestly, I haven't watched a lot of the news. I don't know how it's happening. 
the vaccines are are working people are not getting as sick except now maybe they are i uh just in my just in my own alliance the uh, earlier today was it big somebody said that uh, of course they work in a hospital two of their co-workers are now hospitalized with the COVID variant it's absolutely crazy and not listen that's not stupid news there's no joke just guys be safe out there who the hell knows what's actually going on like nobody knows nobody knows just be safe out there take care of yourself all right even people with the vaccine are getting sick and they're dying just be careful man just be careful everybody if you're out in a part of the world all right let's see what do we have in our stupid news headlines ah here we go let's kick off <laughs> let's kick off with a uk joke how about this according to new reports uk heir apparent prince charles believes that sexual assault allegations against Prince Andrew are now, quote, an unsolvable problem that will forever bar his brother from returning to public life. This is unusual for Prince Andrew because the only unsolvable problem he normally deals with is on his girlfriend's math homework. (laughs) A nurse in Germany is said to have, we talked about the vaccine a second ago, a nurse in Germany is said to have tricked thousands of patients by injecting them with a saline solution instead of the COVID-19 vaccine here about four months ago. Patients say they had a feeling something like this had happened because none of them suffered any terrible side effects, which is just true. I don't know how many of you guys got your vaccine. I felt like garbage after it. It was terrible. Uh, In a newly released video, Hunter Biden is seen telling a prostitute that Russians stole one of his laptops while he was drugged out and drunk in a Las Vegas hotel room. Have you guys seen this video? Goodness gracious. Yeah, he's on camera saying that a prostitute stole his laptop. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, everybody. Unless you're one of Hunter's laptops, apparently. Goodness gracious. Uh, big country, from what I understand, uh, you submitted a stupid news story today from the corner of the world where big country resides. He reports yes. this stupid news today. <laughs> apparently in Pittsburgh, <laughs> apparently in Pittsburgh, a man was admitted to the hospital this week with 25 plastic toy horses inserted, in, inserted into his bum. Yes, 25 toy horses in his butt. Doctors have been able to remove the toy stallions and have reported the patient's condition as stable. <laughs> thank you thank you big country he was very proud of that one he <laughs> submitted it in he said it's got to be there there you go <laughs> you were proud of that right big you you That's actually hilarious. you actually asked me joke. you asked me last week you said it to me a week ago and you were like you didn't use my joke you asked me today are you gonna use my joke i was like yes i gotta get it in there <laughs> gotta get it in there <laughs> That's good. Three of America's most popular airlines, American, Delta, and Southwest, are apparently not instituting a COVID-19 vaccine mandate for their employees. After much deliberation, their boards came together and decided that they were not going to force the vaccine upon their staff. Many people were not surprised by the announcement from these airlines, mainly because it was not extremely delayed. (laughs) That's good. A Chicago man bit off another man's nipple. In a road rage incident this past week, the other man crashed into his car, so apparently it's kind of a tit-for-tat situation. Ah, <laughs> uh, Finally, Pepsi has announced that they're releasing an alcoholic Mountain Dew. 
Yep. Bubba Joe and an alcoholic Mountain Dew is being released. Luckily, <laughs> luckily Mountain Dew's biggest fans have no brain cells left to kill, so we got no worries there. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't even have a DA of the day today. I mean, I've got one, but eh, I decided I'm out. I'm out. Ladies and gentlemen, there's your stupid news. Welcome into the show. Happy accidents, everybody. Yes, welcome into the show. Appreciate you guys all being here. Uh, good evening, and welcome to my esteemed panel of guests. Big Country is here. Bubba Joe is here. Gregor is here. Steven Zarin, your uh, studio audio engineer, and, of course, Captain Mark, graphics designer, is here for us. Good evening. Welcome, everybody, to the stage of Talking Trek Live. Happy Sunday to you. Everybody have a nice week. Everybody do well. Everybody good? Excellent. Appreciate you guys chiming in. Uh, the yep, state doing good, doing well. <laughs> hey, how are things? How are things in New Zealand on this Monday morning? Uh, yeah, it's good. <clears throat> Been a good, busy morning at work so far. Good, good, good. Housekeeping. Uh, I like your yeah. new name. Uh, hashtag Pooparimi, please. This is in response. You know what, uh, Gregor? We did. I haven't even uploaded the after party from Wednesday's show. But here's what happened Wednesday. See, when you miss a show. You potentially miss something crazy. All right. So Wednesday we did a show. Then afterwards, we we did like an after show, and I was rolling tape. So I'm like, oh, this is good. I'm gonna upload this. Then I never did because work's been crazy. I've got it. I'm still gonna put it up. Then we stopped taping, and then somehow another show happened after that until like one o'clock in the morning, and I didn't roll tape. And man. I'm I'm so upset that I wasn't rolling tape, Gregor, because that show was probably the most hilarious thing since somebody hacked Google Maps and tried to find my house. Do you remember that show like a year and a half ago, Stevens Aaron? I don't remember what show that that was a, a gold episode a year and a half <laughs> yes, ago where people people were trying to figure out where my house was on Google Earth. And, uh, yeah, that was funny. That was, that was a stupid show. This one might've been, <laughs> this one might have topped that one. And we didn't even roll tape on it. I, and I hate that. I wish, I wish I had, but, uh, that just goes to show sometimes there, some, sometimes there's benefits to being in the live studio audience. It was ridiculous. Uh, it was hilarious. And we did an entire 30 minutes on, on bathroom products. <laughs> Like a, like a squatty potty. Who has a squatty potty? This guy does. Poopery. Who's got poopery? This guy does. Uh, and so I decided I was going to take an opportunity to try to sell it to some of you. And uh, and we <laughs> we started talking about daytime soap opera infomercial. Oh, man. It was it was stupid. Stupid. Terrible. Uh, but it, it was a lot of fun. So that explains housekeeping's name. Thank you for that. Appreciate it. Good evening, everybody. Welcome uh, into the show. we got a lot to get to tonight. And not a lot of time in which to do it, all right? Because it's late, got a late start, and uh, we got some stuff to talk about, including what I wanted to start with, or uh, what I wanted to start with tonight, is actually something we didn't get to last week uh, or on the last show. was uh, was about these exocomps. Excuse me, that was a weird thing that just happened in my throat. Exocomps, and uh, and starting to break into how good some of these have been. Uh, or how, how lackluster some have been. Because there's a couple of really good ones, right, Big? Like, we, we, found, we found a couple of pretty good ones, all right? Um, and what's cool is that Scopely is kind of actually making a few of these available. Um, because one of the best ones that I've gotten here so far has actually been a reward, all right? Uh, if you guys actually hop into your game, you might actually see it right now. Because I think, didn't this XP one come today? Let me take a quick peek here. 
uh, in your Armada Hunt. Yes. Take a look in your Armada Hunt solo milestone, everybody. And I hope that everybody has a chance to get this finished. You take a look at your Armada Hunt solo milestone, and the third milestone is this small little uncommon ship XP exocomp. All right, now listen. I've got the list pulled up in front of me right now, Big. I'm looking at all these exocomps, and I know that that some of these combat ones, a lot of people little little miffed that they're only an hour. We can talk about this. I know, Bubba Joe, you had some comments on it. Uh, I have really only recently gotten to uh, gotten to the uh, factory level 15. As a matter of fact, I did it a few days ago, um, and we'll we'll talk about the factory progression here in a minute. But uh, not a lot of the combat ones I've got a ton of experience with yet. What I've been looking at are the station and the galaxy exocomps, and we're going to talk about these. And plus, I'd like you know Bubba and Big uh, and Gregor if you've had a chance to use any of these to kind of weigh in with some of your favorites. I'll tell you this: my entire out of everything. Out of every single exocomp that I've tried, and I've tried probably 15 or 20 of them big, the ship XP gains the 500% for one hour. It's a G4 uncommon. Folks, I'm here to tell you, that one right there is probably the best exocomp. That is the best, the best buff that we have ever had in this game. I, I don't care yeah. what it is. I used that last night. Holy. I used it last night for about an hour mm. doing um, two Stellars, XP grinding two Stellars last night. Yes. As a matter of fact, let me tell you, I activated it not realizing how big it was going to be, Stevens Aaron. I went from thirty-five level 35 of a Stella to level 45 of a Stella in about seven runs. Now, guys... I don't even know. We'd, we'd have to look and see. Let me see if I can pull up stfc.space and see how much XP that is because I, I was grinding against level 40 exchange hostels, all right? Uh, my research is higher, so I, I can hit a little bit higher. Level 40 exchange hostels, I was going and hitting those. Now, traditionally, on a 39, I get like 4,000 XP. I'll get roughly 5,000 XP on a 40. Um, wowzers. 500% of that. And I'm going to assume, I'm going to assume, Steven Zarin, that that must be a relative base number because I, I mean, it was, it was about that. All right, let's see. Level 35, that's yeah, tier it's, 7 it's to turn 9. Base, plus there is the, there is the XP research in your territory, but that's the only XP research that we've got. Uh, let me tell you, it was ridiculous. Plus pipe, of course. Here we go. I mean, and I, you know what? I don't see, I don't see a range on this. Is but there yeah, a... it was good. I don't see a range when it comes to, to XP. I might just have to add this up. All right, let me add this up super, super quick. All right, um, from 35, so that's 105, 116, 122, 134, 140, 154, 161, 176, 183, and 200. That is 1.49 million officer XP. I was doing it at about 20,000 uh, 20,000 hostels, uh, 20,000 XP per hostel. So let's see, 1491 million divided by 20,000. I did that on 74 hostels. I did 1.5 million XP on 74 hostels. Folks, that was insane. All right, absolutely not so. It was ludicrous, in fact. Uh, and, and so let me just tell you, 
I know that a couple of you guys are not sold on the exocomps, okay? And, I, and listen, I'm not saying that they're the end-all, be-all. I, I got to be honest with you. To be perfectly honest with you, big country, I'm kind of glad they aren't. I'm glad that they are not redefining the game. These guys, these things, they're supposed to be assisting, all right? They're not supposed to be altering the game mechanics, in my, at least in my opinion. I told you, I was really worried about consumable buffs. I didn't want them to be so magnificent that they were changing the game. I mean, if you guys remember, I, I was very worried about it. Bubba Joe, I know you shared a similar concern, which was this was just going to be an opportunity for people just to drop a couple dollars and just completely dominate or, or change or just take all strategy, take all thinking out of the game. Like, consumable buffs have broken games before. Uh, so exocomps here, as they've been presented... They're not changing anything. I mean, they're, they're not breaking the game, but I kind of also think I wouldn't have it any other way. Bubba Joe, what do you think? So, so, DJ, let me ask you this. What level of ship is the Stella? What level of ship is my Stella? No, what level of ship is required to have a Stella? Oh, 27. So we are getting excited about a G4 limited availability buff for a level 27 ship. It doesn't have to be just that. I mean, think about it. I mean, th I mean that's, that, that's, where, that's where I drove with it. That's where I drove with it because I grind out XP for my Stellas. I don't usually use XP. I grind it out uh, because I don't, I don't want to spend the Latinum. But there's another situation that it could be good for. How about uh, somebody who's, who's trying to level a ship for scrap? Somebody who is leveling their Franklin, which it uses gobs of XP. Somebody who might be working on leveling uh, a, a Mayflower. Somebody might be working on leveling, even, even for a 40, 41, maybe you've got the Jellyfish and you're using that for your dailies or your Armadas. And, and again, I've always kind of been of the mindset, Bubba, I don't like to use XP on something that I can use every day. You know, I, I kind of reserve using XP on miners because... They can't hump bases anymore. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so something sure. that is never touching a red, then that is what I would use XP on. So if it's a warship, I typically try to grind it out somehow. Even if I'm, even if I'm working on a Mayflower to try to get it up and scrap it, I set it down in augment space. It's miserable and it takes forever. And, and then, you know, sometimes I might actually have to go hit hostiles with it. And that's such a pain because that's extra and beyond what I normally want to be doing in my day. I know maybe it sounds lackluster. That is the most helpful one that I've found for my gameplay so far. I mean, I've used the mining ones. I've used the speed for building and research and this and that. And they're helping. They're mildly assisting. I mean, I, it doesn't matter if I have it or not. You know, I'm using a few less speed ups. Okay, fine. But I'm telling you, the XP one was, I found great joy in using that one. So I, I completely agree that it's one of the most relevant ones that they've introduced. My problem, my problem is, is that they've misjudged the environment of which of the game that exists. And if say I wanted to go take my, and so I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna back off a couple of levels of my Franklin A. Mine's 55, but let's say I had a 45 Franklin A, and I just been grinding parts and I got to leveling it up, and I need, I think it's something on the order of five million ship XP. You're, it's, you're, you're going to make a small dent, but you're not going to get anywhere close to this. And this is the G4 buff, right? This is the important G4 buff that is supposed to help the G4 players and the gigantic amounts of ship XP that they have. 
and it's not even hardly make and that's the problem i have is, is that you know they're talking about you know 100% 200% damage when you're talking about players that already have 6 7 800% to damage yeah 200% is something but it just gets lost in the noise of the other bonuses the same thing can be said for the ship xp if i could have used it even for an hour to get a level of my g4 ships I think that there's a lot of use in that, right? Because then I, yeah, I want the expendable. That, I want to be able to use it. We only have one research that does ship XP, and that's in the territory tree. So this bonus is is not as diluted as all those other ones are. I I I, I, I agree I with that. Agree. I agree with that. And and listen, I totally I get your perspective, Bubba, and that's why I came to you. That's why I came to you because I I feel that and and we identified this early. Okay, we identified this really early. I definitely feel like exocomps are definitely being geared more again towards the younger ops level players. Okay, there's no doubt about that. Now, I, I, what I like about what they've done here so far with, with this is you're right. The ship XP one, it's a G4, Bubba. What's cool about this is that they're awarding it all the way down to ops 25. All right, so the grade almost doesn't make a great deal of sense to me to be perfectly frank because the grade is is making it so that you can't necessarily earn it out of the refinery but if they give it to you as a reward i mean golly you know what i'm saying like as that gives it even more value to a younger player i I think you know because i can't redeem it out of my chest go ahead so that's a fantastic that's a fantastic point to bring up that putting these in awards so that people would have them they're not waiting on the refinery and they're not waiting on the random pull they're not waiting on their building to level up like you're going free to play on the building you're not having to wait for that to get to 40 mm-hmm. to get these so that's a huge that's a huge again this is a big thing that scopely has kind of shifted into of giving players some of the new pieces that they're giving so they can at least try them out and for the temporary buffs the exocomps that was a huge change this arc it should be pointed out it is appreciated and recognized I'm just still concerned about the the design of the X comps in general, but it is important to note, as you pointed out, that this is something they gave you. You can go try it out. It is going to push you to want to build the building potentially if you want to get more. Yeah, of these maybe bumps. that's possible because you only got one. Yeah, you only got the one. You only get, well, you we've got it. it this this is the second time I think that we've gotten it. I used one the other night, and then I'm like, wow. Like I even remember uh, messaging Big. I'm like, dang on, Big. Like this is this is stupid. This was really good. We got it in the last Armada Hunt uh, SMS. As a matter of fact, that was was that a forty-eight hour run last time, or was that two twenty-fours earlier in the month? Let me check my items tab here real quick because I may have another one. No, it must have been a forty-eight hour run because this weekend we only had a twenty-four hour run and we got it again. So I've got one of the five hundred percent XP tokens right now. Now. Uh, going back to the list, and if you guys want to want to reference our graphics room, we do have it in here, uh, the list from stfc.space with all of the buffs. Now, Bubba, I put this in the show teaser uh, because I feel like there's some speculation that can be done here, okay? There's too many things that are pointing at a future with the exocomps that we haven't seen yet. Now, whether or not Scopely gets caught holding the bag for a year and a half or whether or not they've actually got a plan for next month and the month after and three months and five months after that you know lexel you say the 500 percent must be ops 40 so not necessarily okay you can get 
this token. You can get this token uh, below. You do not have to be Ops 40 to use it. What the, the grade and what we have found is that the grade affects your ability to obtain it in the consumable refinery. But if, you know, my factory is level, I think actually as of today, it's level 19, which we, you know, I know we wanted to talk about the free-to-play progression, and I have maintained that I have not spent anything on it. Uh, yes, my factory is level 19 as of today, so uh, I have not spent a dime on it. I'm walking through this free-to-play, as I have promised you guys to make sure. And I've got, I've used an exocomp every day. I have used an exocomp every single day. As far as Scopely's promise on this one, Big Country, uh, they have absolutely held up their end. Okay, they've absolutely held up their end. I've been able to obtain 120, or I've, I have had, let me rephrase, I have had 125 chips every single day to do my refine. I have been able between rewards and the refinery, I have been able to activate an exocomp every single day. So, and then of course they've given some out, uh, they've given some out in the rewards themselves. So there have been, as far as what they've promised, they have held up their end. Okay. As far as being able to do this every single day, I'm actually really, really pleased. Okay. Uh, and Hani says my free to play haven't even used the battle pass yet. Okay, and he his free to play is seventeen, and uh, and that is relatively consistent. I have pulled, actually, I haven't pulled any servos out of my battle pass yet, but I believe, and Hani, my uh, my event, the face of the enemy, actually did give me a few extra servos uh, based on my ops level. So I may be a step or two ahead of some players, but still not wild because I, I have not bought any servos for this building. So it's level 19 at the moment. That being said, I'm still pulling grade 2 exocomps. That's what I'm pulling. But it doesn't mean that I can't use something else. If I get a grade 4, if I get a rare G3 or a rare grade 4, I can use it. And Ripper speculated on this in the very beginning was that you're not limited on what you can use, you're just limited on what you can refine. But if you get it out of rewards, all right, or if you get it out of a premium chest, then, or if you even buy them, look in your pack store right now. Now, not that I'm suggesting buying them because I do agree with Bubba. Nothing in here is ultra life changing, right, Bubba? I think that's a fair statement. Uh, if I, as a matter of fact, if I'm looking at these packs, all right, uh, at least right now, I've got. Limit one on mining, combat, and utility, all right? Now, if I were going to pick one of these three, Bubba, I kind of have to feel like it'd probably be the utility one. You know, I, I, I find more value in the utility one because of the ship XP tokens. It's kind of crazy. To me, that feels like the best one out of the whole lot. Now, Big, you, you – go ahead, Bubba. Go ahead. So the, so the other one that I, I haven't gotten to play with yet because because uh, I only have one, so I'm kind of waiting for a great opportunity to use it, that I think is interesting is the 500% boost to damage for Armadas. I think that that's enough of a percentage. You're going to notice a difference, and I think you're going to be able to kill more Armadas before a repair, and that's the other one I think that has use. But if obviously that's in the combat tree, uh, or the combat pack. But you're right, the ship XP would be a fantastic one. But the, the only one I'm not that I'm not sold on is the mining because again, you mine a couple big. of hours faster, yeah. a couple hours slower. Yep. Yeah. 
Agreed. The mining ones are definitely somewhat lackluster for me. And, 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 and here's the thing. Who has trouble mining? Like nobody, you know, even we've had this conversation, even with alliances at war, nobody has had trouble mining. You know, I mean, I, I can see the mining ones maybe being do- maybe being done for, you know, uh, mining events potentially. I guess maybe to give you a little bit of an edge. I, I don't know, but yeah, I'm not I'm not writing home about those, Bubba. Now, uh, big uh, or Bubba, the the Armada one is a 300 percent, not five. Just to be clear on that, it's a 300 percent weapons damage versus Armadas. It's a rare G4. Now, big country is going to weigh in. And Clyde, I'd like to invite you to the stage as well, if, you, if you'd like. Today was an Armada event. All right. Now, I was, I was at work. I was kind of busy during the day. I didn't have a whole lot of time to watch a ton of what was going on. But Big, I do know that a couple of our guys today tinkered with. I don't know if they actually did. So I'm going to ask for your insight. I know I saw it in our chat, at least three or four different <coughs> guys saying, should I activate the 300% exocomp, and uh, I'd be curious if any of you guys did. As a matter of fact, even tonight, I saw as I was getting I was getting ready to sit down to dinner, I saw you guys and, and toys in particular. You guys were punching up. Like, it, d- did I see this right? Were you guys actually killing level 50 rares and a level 51 epic today? Big, tell us about your experience with yeah. the armadas today. Um. Yeah, we were. We were punching up to see, but now nah, I didn't really notice a big difference with the, with the, um, <clears throat> with the three hundred percent boost in the damage, and I think it's just because the same thing. There's just so much armada. There's so much armada research in the combat, in the territory, in the outlaw, in the. I mean, there's just every one of them, you know, has it. So to me, like you know, our, our conversation, the biggest. Exocomp one is the, um, you know, it's definitely the the ship XP. That's the one that I found to be the most oppressive out of all the ones that I've used. I really feel like the with the exocomps. I mean, just making it a three hundred percent damage bonus on armadas was probably one of the most obfuscated bonuses, and they could have made that a plus or plus three hundred percent. They could have made that plus three hundred percent bonus loot for an hour. And that is something people could equate to, okay, I'm going to spin this. I know I can kill this kind of armada. The 300% bonus damage is like, well, what can I do with that? I don't know. Do I spend it and waste it? And it's really about somebody else testing to see the effectiveness to figure out what it's worth versus them just saying, here's 300% bonus loot. Okay, I know what that directly translates to. I don't know what 300% bonus armada damage translates to. And this is where I think they really fell down was a lot of these bonuses are just are just uh, so non-tangible or quantifiable, you know, like, yeah, there's something, but there's so much of the research. Again, it's diluted. It's hard to tell what the effect is. You can't even guess at it, you know, in some cases, there's a few, go ahead. Sorry. No, I think, I think Gregor is like, that's a, that's a great point. Like if I put my mining, I can do a before and after and see it, you know, and the same with, like, you know, the ship XP. Like I said, you know, when I was doing the Stellas, when I grinded my Stella, I went from 9,000 per hit to 26,000 per hit. Like, I could see the improve in the ship XP. Mm-hmm. I can see it even in the warp, even though it's not that big of a difference. I can see it in the warp. When it's, like, damage, it's, like, it's like really hard to see that. 
and I don't think people are really going to notice it and feel the effect like they would the other things where you can kind of see it. I'd like to welcome Clyde to the stage. Clyde uh, is in my alliance. He used uh, 300% weapons damage versus Armada uh, today, and, and his description was, I could barely see it. Uh, Clyde, when you were looking in your battle logs before and after, and, and I know there was a flurry of armadas going on with our team today, so I, I don't know if you were able to run, you know, necessarily a controlled test, um, you know, as in the same ACC. Because I think that matters. I mean, you, when you, and you're right, Gregor is right, when you look at all the different bonuses, and Steven Aaron mentioned this before, damage is one of the most researched items in the game. There's probably north of a dozen different things in the game that affect damage. Research uh, is one. Even the new shuttle bay affects it. If you're doing armadas, the, the ACC affects it. So there's so much that affects damage. Clyde, uh, were you able to, to somewhat control your testing today? And if so, what, what did you see factually? Uh-oh. Clyde's orientation. <laughs> I don't see him. I don't see him. Jonathan Ingram uh, says the same thing. He's in the chat right now. He says, this just felt like more noise. I used the 300% Armada buff and saw no significant difference in the that's, battle logs. That's a great way of describing it. It just is more noise. A lot of the consumables feel that way. It's just more noise than to bonuses you can't see on the screen because they don't expose the calculations. They don't expose the, the actual values. And a lot of them are just, oh, plus 75% repair speed. Yeah, okay. I mean, I can go through, find all my researches, add them up, try and figure out what that means to net value, right? But again, it is noise. I think that's a perfect way to describe it. That's, that's exactly how it describes it. If we look, <clears throat> just to give you guys a point of clarity, okay, at a level 39 ACC, your damage buff is 78%, right? All right. Um... I also have a level 37 shuttle bay. All right, level se uh, 37 shuttle bay. Now, I know 39 ACC, 37 shuttle bay, that's higher than, than probably a lot of people, but, but also at the same time, certainly not unachievable to a ton of people either. Um, you know, most 40-plus players have these figures or, or more. The damage bonus on the shuttle bay is 85%. All right, if I take that 85%, and I add that to the Armada Control 78, right there is 153. Just those two buildings. That doesn't account for the dozen or so researches that, in fact, uh, that impact damage. And now we're talking about an exocomp that adds 300%. Okay? Now, if that exocomp is adding 300%, then it's roughly the equivalent of, of two pairs of my buildings. But there's other research, right, Big? There's research that impacts damage way more than another 150%, right? I mean, let's take a look at the combat tree and uh, and even in the, the sub-39, even in sub-39, you've got way back in the early, early days, okay? Um, let's see, as in like some of the original research you ever would have done. All right, uh, let's see if we can find some here. Big, why don't we uh, take a look at some of the earliest damage how about this kinetic shock wave 40 percent to kinetics and there's 40 percent energy as well there's 40 percent all right um weaponry for your ship type interceptor explorer and battleship 
There's another 40%. So there's 80% again. By the way, this research probably should have been done within your first 15 days in the game. Okay? Uh, then you keep on going. And, and um, let's see. Here's damage done to hostiles. Another 40%. And armadas are considered hostiles. Um, big, you can probably see some of this damage post 40, right? Here's a prime armada damage. Now, of course, you got to pay for that. Prime armada damage, uh, 100%. That's available to 41 players. Uh, ops 40, actually, I guess it's 40 plus. I think that's at 42. I think that one is. Okay. All right. I think that's at 42. But I mean, it's, unless it, not even, but it, I mean, there are so many armada, you know, armada research, like armada boost, like just in the outlaw. I mean, there's like both has to do with like piercing and dodging and defense. Like it's like, there's well, so much armada. Well, but do keep in mind, do keep in mind. Now, our, our piercing is different than damage. Okay, so those are not technically in the same category. Those are increasing your piercing stats, meaning that, that your opponent is going to mitigate less. But we're not looking at that as much as we are right now, just overall weapons damage. And, and there's still there's still a dozen of them, okay? If you no, look you're at trying, Outlaw... Yeah, there's faction so ones in the Armada. Armada research. Yeah. Is what I'm Can you saying. hear me now? Hey, Clyde. What's up, buddy? Okay. Going back to the Armada thing, 300% uh, damage. I did it when I was doing solos. My pylon was tier 4. So I used it to go do solo Armadas. And I was seeing maybe a 50,000 damage increase per shot. So it was worthless. You know, that's actually great data right there. Let's take a very quick peek over here at stfc.space. And we're going to look at a pylon. We're going to look at a pylon at tier 4. Right, Clyde? Is that what you said? Uh, tier 4, except I was almost Tier 5. I was like the armor away from going to Tier 5, so all the guns were upgraded. So the guns are Tier 5. So let's take a look at these guns, all right? Um, here we go. Now, you're you're talking about per shot. You saw that 50,000. So let's take a look at your at your Mark V Photon Torpedo. Mark V. No, I'm not on YouTube. I, I'm just looking at stfc.space. You guys are certainly welcome to look. Uh, alongside, but I'm, I'm not. I'm not on YouTube tonight. So, and and Claude, guess what? Claude's exactly right. Okay, photon torpedo Mark V, min damage 31, max damage 38. These, that's the base value. So let's assume he's getting 35. Now, you know, Claude, I would have expected more though. To be honest, like if if you're looking at your base damage of a Mark V photon torpedo. If that's 32, and we got 300% of that, you really should have seen a bump of about 100,000 per shot. It's what you should have seen. Average, yes. I mean, but do you ever see 100,000? It wasn't like, I went from like five, the high 500,000 per shot with my weapons. Mm -hmm. Made my photon torpedo was like 600,000 to like 600,000 and almost 700,000. So it wasn't a drastic change where it's like, this is valuable. I need to use this. It's pretty much, this is trash. I'm not even going to touch this ever again because it doesn't <laughs> provide any benefit. Maybe to a lower level person, to like a lower level guy, but... You well, here's the thing. Even on a lower level, I don't know so much, okay? I, to be perfectly honest with you, just given, given the math, I think it is more valuable to somebody with a larger ship. If you look at your pylum, for example, the, the average kinetic shot is 35,000. 
So you should see, you should see with this buff, a lift of about 100,000 per shot. Now, that being said, 100,000 per shot may not sound a a lot, but if Bubba, and, and I know Bubba had a chuckle about this, because before this before this arc started, he he teased me in PM. He said, "Why are you trying to sell us on one percent?" You remember that, Bubba? <laughs> After that show between the arcs, he said, "You're trying to sell us on." I did. You're trying to sell us on one percent. Now, it's not that I was trying to sell anybody, but I just kind of wanted to point that out. I still feel like we're taking it for granted a little bit. Now, maybe not, Bubba. Walk me through this, okay? If we've got a pylum, all right, and this pylum is doing four kinetics in odd rounds, okay? It's doing four kinetic shots every odd round. Uh, We'll look at the energies here in a second. Now, Clyde, if you don't care, take a quick peek at one of those battle logs if you don't care. Where you sold it. Okay. Ballpark, how many rounds do you think it went? Ish. If you're soloing one. 20 rounds? 30 big did you did you you got any any evidence of this today uh when i did the solos i they never went more than uh 17 rounds all right so let, let's say i don't know what level he did so let's look at, at at 20 just for for giggles okay for easy math 20 which means 10 sets of kinetics are gonna fire 10 shots uh or 10 sets of kinetics 10 times four is going to be 40 shots. Now, those 40 shots are going to yield him an extra 100,000 per shot, and that's just on the kinetics. So that over the course of 20 rounds, Bubba Joe, is 4 million extra damage. 4 million. Now, again, I know grand scheme of things, that feels low. Then on the other hand, right, big country, it depends on what he was hitting, all right, because mitigation is going to be a big factor. If he's hitting deep space, mitigation is probably going to be, well, of course, he's probably using 6 of 10, so mitigation may not be that high. See, there's a lot of factors here, Big, and that's why I feel like it, it actually deserves conversation. I feel like we take for granted. We look at one shot, and we say, oh, that's not a big difference. But, I mean, we got 40 of those shots in one battle log. And and right. if that if I that's four, if that's four million damage and and Andar uh, or Arrow is right that doesn't include criticals. How many of those forty shots could have been critical? How many of those? How much mitigation were we were or how much piercing were we getting because of six of ten? Like how much was the armada mitigating? If if it, you've said big country that you using six of ten within three rounds you've got the opponent's mitigation down below twenty percent. So if if that's the case, then we're talking about an extra 3 million damage hitting the Armada. And that's at a minimum, not not including criticals. Out of the rest of those 40 shots, let's assume that his crit rate, I mean, is he using Khan? Is he using Lorca? Is he in a, well, he was soloing, so he was probably doing Khan, which means after five or six rounds, he's 100% crit. So now that 4 million damage is probably... 20 million damage. You, you see what I'm saying? So I, I feel like we're selling it short. Yes, looking at one shot. And by the way, this is on a pylum. You look at a Saladin, it's going to sound even worse. Let's look at a Tier 6 Saladin. Tier 6 Saladin. 
All right, on a tier six Saladin, your kinetic gun, well, that's not a good example because it's 50,000 average. <laughs> that's crazy. You think about that, the, the, it, that one feels even better big because it, it's, uh, it's a higher min-max, but of course it's only one. The pylum shoots four, all right? But let's look at the energy weapon. The energy weapon is an average of 16,000. So that's going to feel like trash. That, that is going to get you a, a bump of 48,000. All right? So, yeah, of course it's going to feel a little bit trashy. But how many rounds? How many shots? You know? And that's why I feel like we're selling it a little bit short. I, I mean, I get it if you look at it and you're like, eh, it doesn't look like it's doing a lot. But it's kind of a cumulative thing here, I feel. And, and in particular, this one, listen, I might say that the XP one is for a lower-level player, sure, but this Armada one, I, I feel like it would have to be making a difference for you guys, Big. I mean, just in Clyde's example alone, I'm going to predict if he's using 5-6 in con and assuming 20 rounds, that's 20 million damage difference right there. Wait, 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 wait. Are you sure about that? Because, I mean, if you stack all of the damage multipliers we have, all the damage research we have that would affect an Armada, it's it's not going to translate to that much damage output. This Remember, this is a research, and it's additive. It has nothing to do with anything else in the game other than your min-max of the weapon you're using. Okay? This is an additive research. It affects base, which is why everybody's complaining. I mean, I would imagine that if we saw a 300% net yield, everybody would be singing its praises. But nothing in this game is net. It never has been. It never will be. All right? So if you look at the link that we just put in the chat room, and thank you uh, for that, uh, Lost and Found. All right? We're looking at, uh, he said it was a Tier 4 pylum with a Mark V kinetic weapon. The minimum is 32,000. The maximum is 38,000. We call it an average of, say, 35. Okay? That's the base. That's what the 300% is affecting. So 300% of 35,000 is about 100,000 per shot. It is completely independent of every other research because it's, it's base. All right? So you're taking that 100,000 bonus, and it's getting tacked on to whatever else that you had. So bottom line is, if Clyde ran an, ran an, an armada, and without the buff, let's say he sees a kinetic shot, which he said was roughly 600,000. With the buff, he should be seeing that kinetic shot of roughly 700,000, which I think is relatively consistent with what he said. All right, give and take some min maxes. He said, you know, some were 690, some were 700, and that's about right. It's 100,000 is, is the net, and, and it doesn't feel like a huge thing. But you look at per shot, then you take the effect of 6 of 10, then you take the effect of con. Or if you're in a team and you take the effect, uh, the effect of, of Lorca, I, I just really feel like 100,000 per shot is not – I said this in between the arcs, Bubba, and, and I kind of got met with a little bit of skepticism. I still feel like it's, it's having a little bit more impact than people may be giving it credit for. If you look at the numbers, sure, maybe not. You're looking per weapon. Yeah, 100,000 ain't, ain't great. But what's the cumulative effect of that? This, sh this ship, the Pylum, for example, is shooting four of those kinetics every other round. She's real. Right? So I, 
it, I think, I think DJ, I think it depends on what, how many rounds are you going, right? If you have a fight that's going 50 rounds, obviously this is going to cut actual tangible rounds off of your fight. Uh, but it, again, it, because it is so clouded, I want to come back to something that Gregor said, because they chose things that are so clouded by research and they don't have anywhere in the game that says you have a 700% bonus to damage and you're going to add 200% to that because they don't have that populated anywhere in the game, unfortunately. Um, it is very difficult for players to understand exactly what they are getting from this. And I think if they had some more transparency in that, they could. They could have made these buffs target things that don't have any buffs associated with them. Like scrapping speed, for example. I mean, there are things in the game that have no research, no about, no benefits to them that could have been applied very cleanly. You can see exactly the 30, 40, 50% you're getting. Um, but they chose things that have this nebulous research around them that we can't hardly quantify now. So it makes it very difficult to quantify as a player. Even though you're doing a very good job of explaining it, it is very difficult to quantify that. For I player. agree with that a gazillion percent. <laughs> I'm going to run. I'm going to run that exact test while we're still on the show. So I, I soloed a 43. I'm going to solo another 43 with that 300% buff activated. And we're going to see how much difference we well, see. And, okay, and, and I think Clyde is doing the same thing, which I really appreciate. Yeah, I'm doing the same thing. Yeah, Clyde's doing the same thing. Big Country's doing the same thing. And this is great. And, and so here's what I'm going to want to know from all three of you guys. Uh, when we gather these data, this data here in about 30 minutes is how long it's going to take for us to run, bo run two of these tests. And, and by the way, you guys are great. Thank you so much. I will. All three of you guys, uh, shoot me a PM, and I'll see if I can get you comped for, for your testing. Because I, I really – I think – and, and I know that I'm, I clearly am in the minority here, but I really do feel like in the case of a pylum, okay, and again, let me be very, very clear. The smaller the base weapon damage of your ship, the less increase it's going to be because it is percentage to base. So this, for example, is one of the exocomps that are going to be better for the larger players, okay? Now, if you're, like I said, if you're running with a Saladin, you know, it's still going to get you an increase, but is it going to be 100,000 per shot? No, of course not. And we just looked a minute ago, it could be 30,000 per shot. You see what I'm saying? So it could be it could be a real difference. What we're going to want to look at here is in the battle log, and, and I know Bubba Joe, for example, and Claude and Big Country, they're looking at how many rounds is it going to save me? How much damage is it going to save me? And that's probably a real-world apl applicable thing that matters. I'm looking at it more from the data side, which is how much more damage are we throwing, but at the same time, they kind of equate to the same thing. If you're throwing more damage and 6 of 10 is getting more damage through, then you're killing the Armada faster. Therefore, your rounds should be shorter. Okay? I don't think that there's actually going to be any argument here that the Armada is going to be shorter. But is it short enough, big country? Is it going to be one round shorter? Is it two rounds shorter? Three rounds shorter? You know? Or how much damage? Like, it does, is it going to cost you $100 million to repair without it and $80 million to repair with it? Right. You That's see what, what I'm saying? Say. Like, Those are the tangible things. More damage. Those yeah. are the tangible things that are going to matter. Okay. All right, those are the tangible things that are going to matter. Um, and, and that is probably what we should be looking at. I know I'm saying, well, 100,000 per shot, but if it's not shortening the rounds, 
If it's not saving you on repair, then then that's a fail. All right. Maybe that extra hundred thousand per shot is completely worthless if you're not saving ten million trite or twenty million trite per armada, and you're running what four, five, six in that hour. So if each armada is saving you ten million or twenty million trite, is that an exocomp that's not worth anything? Because I kind of feel like it would it just, be worth. It just, it just kind of feels like projectiles again, like something came out, minuscule differences onto something new minuscule differences onto something new minuscule differences like, well i don't disagree there. that you know that it that it is going to be small i i would argue that this is better than than projectiles projectiles for 10 and 5 and 15 percent this is 300 150 120 you know these are going to have a, a bigger impact but i also agree with something i said a few minutes ago and andar agrees with in the chat guys this couldn't be this could not be game mechanic breaking they could, could never be not without totally just smashing the gap i know we talk about this in the past the difference between free to play and pay to play and yada 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 guys remember one thing okay and i don't know i'm sure some people probably did i would imagine that this is not going to be one of scopely's best sellers of all time all right big country if you care oh. have have you actually paid cash for exocomps Maybe more no. than more than more than a hundred bucks. Yeah. No. No. Okay. None. I, zero. 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 Okay. I'm and a free to play. You're free to play. Okay. <laughs> Bubba Joe. Yeah, and I'm a priest. <laughs> <laughs> Bubba Joe, have you? I, I think you told me in the beginning. You told me you spent a hundred dollars, and then I think you told me you spent two hundred. Right. That was just on servos. Uh, I spent ended up spending four hundred on server servos, uh, which gets me to level thirty nine. So uh, I'm free to playing, getting the rest of the servos from here on out. I'm not okay. buying another pack. So that was the servos. Did you actually spend cash on exocomps? Did you buy any of those exocomp bundles? No, no, okay. no, no. Okay, so this is good. Some people have paid to 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 get the three and the four stars a little bit faster, but nobody. Seems like they've actually spent money on these packs. Okay. Now, I want to point this out. Stevens Aaron said it in the chat. I think Andar did as well. Guys, these are free. Okay. I mean, essentially, I know some people spent on servos. I decided to be the beacon of free to play this month. All right. So, literally, everything I'm doing is a buff to me for free. I get them at zero added cost. Now, that's one thing that I want to throw out here. This mechanic is 100% free to play. If the bonus is 100%, and by the way, if I look in my inventory, I'm pretty sure big that I have gotten one of these. Let me take a look. I don't remember where I would have gotten it. Let's see. Where's my... Oh, items. Here we go. Consumables. Uh, combat. I do have one 300 damage versus Armadas. So I don't know if that came in a leaderboard big or if that came in an Alliance milestone, wherever it came from. Maybe an Alliance leaderboard. I got one. All right? It was probably during an Alliance leaderboard. And I wish Ripper were here to tell us which one it was. Uh, Snake Eyes, do you remember? I bet it was the... <sighs> was it the... No... What other ALB have we had? Ecarus Factor. That's the is that the only ALB we've had this whole month? 
Icarus Factor. Well, guys, guess what? It's starting tomorrow. Icarus Factor Part 2 is starting tomorrow, and in that ALB, you'll have a chance at this particular Exocomp. And again, I remind you, it's free. It's completely free. As a matter of fact, Snake Eyes puts a great thing in the chat. A great thing. The biggest concern that players had with consumable buffs was overwhelming the free-to-play. Now that they are not, we feel a little bit upset about it. <laughs> this is but one of I'm those... With, I'm, with, I'm with Bubba. Like, there's so many interesting things they could have done, and they picked the most vanilla things to do. And come on, like mining bonuses, and I, I don't agree. It, it was it was not super interesting, right? It was not creative at all. I I agree, I agree, I agree. Uh, let me rephrase. I agree with most of what you just said there because they are pretty vanilla. Okay, mining speed, like fifteen percent research speed, fifteen percent building speed. Okay, yeah, it's silly, it's silly. Even the one hundred percent building and research speed. Not going to be a lot. There's research for that. Okay? So it's not going to be a ton. I agree with you there, Gregor, that a lot of this stuff is kind of vanilla. And that's why I wanted to focus today on which of these exocomps were actually good. All right? Protected cargo, 150%. That's a good one. The ship XP at 500%. That's an excellent one. My opinion is it's the best one in the entire list. All right. The 300% weapons damage versus Armadas, I think, is decent. And that's literally it. The entire station tree has me splitting aside with how bad it is as far as the exocomps. All right. Even a 100% research speed net value is not a huge thing because there's a lot of research dedicated to that. The repair speed might be decent. Big Country, I think one of our guys tried out the uncommon four-star for 75% repair speed. It took his ship from 20 hours, oh gosh, what did he say, from 20 hours to like 17 or 16 and a half. It saved him about three and a half hours, I think, per repair. Not, a, not huge. Not huge because there's research for that. All right. So I agree with that particular case and why we wanted to talk a little bit about the exocomps today. What is good? Which ones are bad? And, according to the show teaser, what can they do with them? What is to come with these exocomps? Because like away team's assignments, I feel like the exocomps have a redonkulous potential. Absolutely limitless potential. So, we're going to stall here for a minute while these guys are finishing up their, their armada damage research we'll take a break and when we come back i'm going to open the stage because i want to hear from you guys the next set of exocomps that are coming out because here's here's what i'm here to tell you all right there's no way this is a final list absolutely zero chance that this is a final list the building is capped at level 40 someone even messaged me about that today how do i get this thing you can't you can't You cannot take it past level 40. So is there something that we can add to this list? Clearly, they're not done with this expansion. Now, 
when we open the floor and we start taking your ideas and you guys go ahead and raise your hands, we'll bring you up to the stage right after this test. What is it that we can do to spice up our lives here a little bit? Gregor, what is it that you want to see in the list that is capable in the game? And when I say capable in the game, don't give me something like increases increases the payout of the refinery. Rep gain. No, rep gain. Or rep gain. I like that. Rep like gain. That Perfect. One. Loot bonus. Perfect. Let's talk about these. Let's talk about these, all right? Because, by the way, just keep in mind, anything that has to do with a bundle or a chest, it's not possible. Those things are written independently. You have to think in terms of research, okay? What type of research what type of tangible can we affect in the game that you could do with research because that's all these things are is research what do we want to add to our list community we'll talk about it coming up right after the break as we come back and discuss with big country clyde and baba oh and uh gregor about our 300 percent weapons damage bonus we're going to get the ship statistics i'm going to make my predictions and then i'm going to have them show battle logs we're going to see how close we come Coming up right after this break. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast on Exocomps tonight. Don't go anywhere. we got a lot more to come. Hang on. This program is made possible in part by a grant from the publishers of Wired Magazine. Introducing new Fired Magazine for people who were canned when the boss caught them playing video games at work. Okay, as you know, we're here to finish up that thing we talked about. What is picking the next Jeopardy host? You are correct. I'll take coffee for $2.50. That's today's Daily Double. Okay, great. I'll take coffee and a donut for $2.50. Here you go. It's covered in chocolate on the outside with a vanilla custard on the inside. What is Boston Cream? You're exactly right. I'll take list of potential hosts for 100 Okay, here we go. Which host served in Bill Clinton's White House but blew their big chance? Who is Monica Lewinsky? I'm sorry, it was George Stephanopoulos. He did a lousy job filling in. Oh, I'd like to take this phone call for two minutes. Of course you can. More of this meeting when we return. It's the Disney classic that's moving the needle. Snow White and the unvaccinated dwarves. I can't do it. Forgive me. The CDC has made a royal mess of its mask guidelines, and people are having a hard time keeping up. I don't understand. The government's crackdown on unvaccinated people is nothing to sneeze at. (laughs) Will the princess find a solution to her tiny problem? Please don't send me away. Or will this sick joke catch up to her? I feel strange. Snow White and the unvaccinated dwarves. Now working from home and coming soon to a Zoom meeting near you. I hope, I hope, it's home to work we go. Welcome back, everybody. 
<laughs> I chose it with a purpose. Whitney Houston is asking, how will I know? way to know is to test it silly you gotta do research just call big country come on gregor how will you know if your exocomp is actually working all right i know i had a little bit of fun with that thank you Thank you, Whitney. Appreciate you guys. <laughs> Thank you. Welcome in. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast, and uh, having a little bit of fun with, with song lyrics there. How will you know if your Armada Exocomp is actually working? Well, we go to our stage, and we welcome our panel of guests tonight. Thank you, Bubba Joe, Big Country, Gregor, and Clyde was here a little bit ago. I know he's running some tests right now, um, and, uh, and we're going to see. Now, Short says, the buffs seem a little short. <clears throat> to be super useful. That is also one thing that Bubba talked about, uh, is the time. And again, I come back to what Andar said a few minutes ago. This can't be something that, that completely imbalances the game, okay? Especially given the way that it's been written for free to play, okay? Even for Bubba Joe, a level 50 bro, which he did spend on his servos, Okay, he spent on his servos basically to fast track, and that's one thing, Bubba, that we've talked about in the past, right? Spending money in this game, really, what does it do? It is skipping the weight, right? That's what you did here. You skipped the weight to try to start accumulating these higher grade exocomps, but that's all that the factory does. You can now earn the higher grade exocomps with a better degree of of RNG or a better degree of frequency than I can at level 19. But if we both happen to get the same exocomp, we can both use it, right? We can both use it. Now, I want to address a couple of points in chat before we open up our stage, and I think we've got some tests. Bubba, oh, were you coming on to say something? I, you see, I saw you were muted, so I didn't know if you were paying attention. You coming? There you I'm are. here. <laughs> so, so, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. So, so you're right. So this is something, and I, I wanted to bring up something that I think is actually kind of funny now. So if you remember on uh, on day one launch, one of the things that, that free-to-play uh, and low-spend players were saying is they were screaming about how consumables were going to unbalance the game. Yep. And that they was only going to give the whales an advantage. Yep. It's going to completely, and, and here it's we gonna are. It's going to break we're the game. more than halfway through the game. <laughs> And the whales don't care, and the free-to-play are getting the benefits. I, I know. You know, it, it is funny, because here's the thing, all right? And I don't mean this as a general statement, okay? Because I really don't. I know a lot of very, very good, strategic, intelligent free-to-play players. But I would argue also that there's a third component. <laughs> there's a third component of the community that is either free-to-play or maybe mild spend that don't know the game that don't know how it worked, that has no idea what scopely math is in any way, shape, or form, right? I, I think that's a thing. That's probably a real, a real thing. So I have a lot of respect for players like Dekix, for Arrow, for Andhani, who come in here and say, listen, I spent $20. Truck and chick, I spent 20 bucks. okay? I spent 20 bucks, and here's what it's getting me. And, and if those free-to-play are saying, I don't know if this is a worthwhile thing, then now 
kind of Bubba, this is what you and I were talking about at the beginning of the month, Scopely has to look. If the free-to-play don't like it because they think it's a whale thing, and the whales don't like it because it's not giving them anything, is it a worthwhile thing? And that's where I think Scopely needs to, to take a good hard look. Now, I think that there's a large majority of the, of the population that don't fully understand these things yet, all right, and don't understand where they're coming from or how it's benefiting them. And that's why one of the reasons that I wanted to do this tonight here, Bubba, is 100000 per shot, is it worth anything? Well, I kind of have to feel like it is. All right, let's take a look. Gregor has sent me a couple of screenshots. All right, thank you, Gregor, for sending me exactly what I asked for. Very quickly, let's start here. Gregor, uh, welcome back to the stage. The pylum that you are using. First, let's start with the tier. Here we go. It's a tier nine. All right, big time. Ooh, level 50, bro. All right, I'm coming into a tier nine pylum. I'm going to assume this is tier nine, and just for the sake of, of being accurate, Gregor, can you tell me how many of your Mark 10 components do you have yet? Uh, I think almost all of them, but the warp core. Okay, so your tier nine, we're going to use a Mark 10 weapon. A Mark 10 weapon. Now, here's what I'm going to do first. Uh, I assume it's okay for me to share these screenshots. Yes? Can I, can I share them? Sure, sure. Go All for right. It, yeah. In the graphics room, here we go with our first one. This is Gregor's round one shot before the exocomp. All right? Before the exocomp. Just to be clear, we're looking at this screenshot. I asked him to make sure that he was showing me something non-critical so we can see his pylum on those first two kinetics because, by the way, they fire first. Okay? Uh, that is a Mark 10 kinetic. The base minimum is 51,000. The base maximum is 61,000. So we're going to call it an average of roughly 56,000. Okay? 56,000 is what the average should be-ish. Now, if I do my math at 56,000, I'm going to presume that nothing else changing in this scenario, if I multiply that by three, then in Gregor's case, we should see roughly, roughly, a 168,000 damage increase on each of those shots when the buff is active. Okay? So I'm going to copy this image. He did the same thing. He activated the buff. Same armada target. And let's post it up. What we should see from 847,000 is roughly 1.015 million. Golly. It's almost exactly what we got. Let's go back and add a hundred. Whoops. Let's add 168,000 to his first shot, 812,000. And we should see that one at roughly 980,000. And of course, notwithstanding, min and max. Folks, right there it is. That's round one. So no time for anything else. No, no magic, no voodoo. All right. Round one, base shot. 300% in the second screenshot from the Exocomp. Now, Gregor, you're seeing 168,000 damage per shot, per shot, as an increase by using this Exocomp. Is that really, is that, is that not good? It's a 15% net increase on damage for a four-star rare. I mean, I can't even pull those things yet. Value, that's kind of meh. It's free, dude. 
Yeah, it's, I mean, but it's, how often are you going to get those? And you're going to get one and you're going to do 50% more damage. I'm not saying it's nothing, it's just not that exciting. All right, let's fast forward three months. All right, let's fast forward three months when you get to level 40 on your factory. And by the way, I don't mean a few months because obviously I know some people are going to spend. Bubba Joe might get antsy because it's probably going to cost him another 100 bucks or 200 even to get to level 40. Guess what happens at level 40, Bubba Joe? What happens at factory level 40? Anybody? Uh, Better exocomps. Okay, kind of. Not not where I was going, but yeah, maybe. Try one more. What's one other thing that happens at factory level forty? Besides, uh, it, besides it topping out. Oh yeah, shorts. He he said it. And then yeah, that's better exit Okay. Well, <laughs> not where I'm going. All right. Uh, short said. <laughs> short said. It sounded like his answer was blah. It is. Gregor is saying blah. So is Bubba Joe. All right. We're gonna have to check. We're gonna have to check with Claude here in a second. All right. Andar has got it. What happens at level 40, guys, is you open a multifunction slot, okay? So you can stack no, these two. No, that's not true. That's, that's, that opens up earlier because I already have that. That's right. It opens at 35. Sorry. It, see, I misled you with the phrasing of my question, Bubba Joe. That's right. <laughs> at level 35, not even 40, which means Bubba Joe already has it. Now, Bubba, I do agree with Gregor's position how hard are they going to be to get? We don't really know yet. Okay, you, you are, you're not yet to 40, so you're not yet able to draw. I'm assuming at 40, that bundle is going to change, and it's going to go from a three-star bundle to a four-star bundle, right? That's what we expect. We, nobody's done that, it yet. That's what we expect, yes. Nobody's done it yet that, we, that we're aware of, all right? Um, so we would expect that to go to a four-star bundle. Now, even there, this 300% is a rare bundle. Okay, uh, or a rare exocomp. So we don't know how often it's going to drop. If you're only getting one exocomp a day, and it's a grade four, let's look and see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. There's a total of seventeen exocomps. All right, uh, that are grade four. Five of those are common. Four, eight of them are uncommon. Three of them are rare. Four. Four of them are rare. So I agree with Gregor that, that maybe even obtaining these could be a, a bit of a challenge. But they can be stacked. So now if we're taking Gregor's 168,000 damage per shot, and if we did double it up, if we did double it up, then now he's getting 340,000 per shot. And, and guys, I mean... This is where I come back to the last show a little bit, where I was starting to, to steam between the ears a little bit. Like, how much is enough for us? So, you know? so I, I, I don't think you can completely double them up. I don't believe you can use the same exocomp in the utility slot, but I think you can do the 300 armada damage and then the 200 ship-specific damage. So not quite doubling it up. but it So would be it a, won't a let problem. you use two of the same exocomps? Because, see, that's actually something they did say we could do. It, they it did, should do. They did say we could stack them. Has anybody tried that? Because it's, it's two separate slots. I know. So you should, you should be I able have, to. I have had a conversation with Ripper and uh, a Scopely community manager type person, and they said that if the same exocomp is active in two different slots, that only one of them will work. Oh, what a fail, Scopely. That's a huge fail. 
Did they did they acknowledge that that was intended, Bubba, or is that a glitch? I mean, I, that's it, it's true or not, though. <laughs> it it sounded it. like it was intended, but I, I have not been able to test it because I don't have duplicates of ones I would want to use. Okay, well, hey, let especially let's not burn valuable ones here. Do you not have a duplicate of some common for ship mining that we can test and see? Okay, hey, listen, like, I mean, because that would be really easy to test, Bubba. It'd be super easy. You could test that with a G2 common. You know what I'm saying? Activate one for mining rate at 30% and then activate another one for mining rate at 30% and, and take them out in between and see if your rate increases. I mean, th- like Big Country said earlier, that might only be a 5000 an hour increase, but at least it's tangible. It's visible. We can actually see it. You know what I'm saying? That should be a yeah, super easy test. I probably have that. I can give that a try. Awesome, man. We are all about the testing tonight. I love it. Uh, very quickly, I'm going to open up the stage while we're waiting on Clyde to bring his uh, testing back in. And then, Gregor, I'm going to come back to you uh, and ask you a couple more questions about your Armada test. I'd like to welcome Wet Willie Joe to the stage. Wet Willie Joe, uh, hit your green bar. You've been invited to the stage, and you've got a comment on exocomps. And, up, oh, he disappeared. He gone. All right, we'll bring up Aries. Aries, welcome to the stage. I'm going to put you on hold for just one second, Aries, and get uh, Tiberius, who's been waiting patiently on the line. Tiberius, welcome to Talking Trek. What do you've got, uh, and what are your feelings, your perceptions on the exocomps as they stand today? Tiberius, go ahead. Well, uh, DJ, you could uh, tell them they don't have to try doubling them up. I tried that earlier uh, on accident, and the first one just disappears. I could send you the screenshot from Scoplay themselves oh, saying that uh, that is they don't so stack and use the exact same one. That is so bad. So if you try to activate the exact same buff, the exact same exocomp that is in the multifunction slot, the first one just goes poof. Yeah, and did they, they tell they don't you show right away? Sometimes in the queue. So I did a one fifty plus on crystal plus. Uh, extra mining one the crystal one didn't show so i hit it again and so i pretty much lost that one and then tried it again this morning and yeah so lost two but they were nice enough to count me on both of them but i could send you a screenshot we lose dj Maybe his tears ruined, caused a short in his mic or something. I had, to, I, had, I had to mute myself so I wouldn't cuss so loudly <laughs> at, at the Scopely design team because that is exactly the opposite of what you told us on day one. Scopely, get it together. I mean, it's, it freaking says they're stackable. God, you know, and that, that I got to be honest with you. I mean, I gotta be honest with you. you. That that makes me mad. Maybe their version of stack is they're thinking you can do a galaxy and one station in one combat. Well, clearly, maybe what, that was their version. Of stack. Yeah, clearly, what they're saying is stacking is the same type of buff, but not the same exocomp. Like I'm gonna guess, Tiberius, you said that you tried to use two of the crystal mining at 150. And one of them kicked out. But I bet if you're using crystal mining at 150, you could probably also add a generic mining rate at 75, right? You could do that. Yeah, that's what I think they meant by stacking. 
Oh, yeah, for the love exactly. of freaking Pete Scopely. Mm. Okay, so you can't stack the weapons damage versus Armadas, because that would have been nice. But either way, I mean, just daggone. Just flipping daggone, you know? Nope. Now... So I guess anyways, to zoom out from this whole conversation for a second, I know you were saying like, how could you not be happy with 15% net effect more damage? So if I was 15% away from punching up in an armada, it could possibly be valuable, right? But that's only if I'm 15% away from punching up. Otherwise, I'm burning yeah, extra directives. I and even if I do burn them, I even if I do burn that. them, okay. I, All right, I, so it's not for punching up. Okay, so what is the scenario it's good for? Well, no, no, I'm not saying that it's not. I mean, that's not the only scenario, though, it's good for. All right? If you're doing 15% more damage, as Big said earlier, as Bubba said earlier, you're also killing it faster. You're probably going to take less damage, which is going to be less expensive repair. I mean, yeah, obviously punching up is, is definitely a good thing. Okay? Uh, and, and especially if you're within 10 15% of hitting that next target. But that's not its only tangible thing. Uh, you know, even even if it saves you, I mean, how much does it cost to repair that tier nine pylum ballpark? Yeah, so so it's like hmm, probably two hundred seventy-five million, I think. Two hundred seventy-five million, right? Yeah. What what if what if that exocomp made it so it only cost two hundred forty million, right? Yeah, it's I I guess yeah, that's I guess that's not really the effect anybody's after, but yeah. I mean, for doing armadas, yeah, it's an effect. It's a bonus effect. But I guess what I was getting at was, what are we really after when you do an armada? Is it about killing an armada, or is it about getting the loot from the armada? Well, I'd argue it's about getting the loot, right? Right, for sure. Right. Yeah. So, so let's say if if I was fifteen percent away from punching up an armada, then I guess the loot would be valuable, right? But if if I kill it in less rounds, it doesn't change the loot I get. So. I'm just, I guess that's why it's kind of up for me is like, that's not, yeah. you know, it's not giving more loot. Maybe so, it's letting me punch yeah. up, but under a very it's small band million, of stereos. 50 million trite isn't that big of a deal, but if it's the difference between hitting a 48 and hitting a 50, now we're in business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So if, I guess if that margin I, was larger, you know what? I would care. I, I got to say, and, and obviously I, I love all perspectives on the show, and I agree, if, if, if it makes right. a difference for you guys getting that loot, but Big, I was even teasing you earlier today. I, I, <laughs> I was teasing you earlier today. You, I was you, have you, clearly, today. you have clearly forgotten what it's like to be a level 35 player. <laughs> you know, like, like – you know, I, I, I appreciate the level 50 perspective. I totally do. Right. And it's extremely valuable. It, it also provides a lot of great guidance and insight for players looking to move that direction as to decisions that they should be making versus not be making. But I'm here to tell you. I'm here to tell you. You say 50 million trite ain't a big deal. Holy crap. No, no, I was summarizing what Gregor said. Well, I'm here to tell yeah, you. So for me, for me right now, all right, and, and, I, and I know that, that I'm in a different spot than you guys. Right now, I have 18.6 million Tritanium in my base. 18.6 million. If this Armada buff saved me even 1 million Tritanium per hull and I got it killed, or 2 million Tritanium, it's worth it to me. You know, And maybe, that, maybe that's where exocomps come in, is that they've got a different value. They've got a different perspective for a lot of people. I mean, I'm looking here. I'm screaming about the ship XP. Bubba's like, meh. I'm talking about the 300% armadas, and Gregor's like, meh. 
maybe i just I, so here's the thing i just think they could have given more direct benefit right so like loot bonuses to armadas would have been a direct benefit no matter what you're hitting and there's no guesswork of can you kill something because you already know maybe instead of giving you a mining speed bonus they give you a refined bonus or an extra refine or something that had a direct at least you're for sure getting something right yeah like I don't know. Shiny Shoes uh, asked the question, isn't loot doled out based on damage done to the Armada? Actually, it's not. Loot is doled out, uh, doled out based on the percentage of the Armada that your ship power represents. So if you take a larger ship, uh, then you're going to get more loot. All right, It actually has absolutely zero to do with how much damage you actually inflict. So it's actually a relatively simple calculation. Thank you, Tiberius. Uh, for your comments, and also Wicked Witch also posted a screenshot from uh, uh, Next Gen Leela uh, where she said exactly that same thing. Wicked Witch, if you would, please take that screenshot, throw it in our graphics room for posterity. We definitely, or Stevens Aaron, we definitely need to hang on to that and keep that. Like, that's that's crazy, and I didn't know that. How did I not know that? How did I not even... It wasn't even shared with me. Anyway, Tiberius, thank you for your uh, for your comments. Appreciate it. Uh, Cal, I'm inviting you to the stage as well. Uh, Aries, and I'm going to give you guys a chance to talk about the Exocomp uh, consumable buffs, and then we're going to move into our wish list uh, for just a second as Gregor just started to lead into, and I like this, and I do want to drive here because, again, I maintain I don't think we've seen the final evolution of Exocomps. I actually, to me, there's a lot of writing on the wall that indicates that there's an, another wave coming. And so what I'd like to do here is <clears throat> tell Scopely, you know, hey, this is how we're feeling about these right now, and here was what would potentially make us feel better. I will say this, though, Gregory. we got to be somewhat careful. This is largely very much like away team's assignments. It is, truthfully, long-term, a free-to-play mechanic. All right. So, I mean, you got to think the servos are what's going to hold you up. Eventually, you're not going to be spending a dime to get these. So how strong can we actually make them if you can pull one and two and three a day? You know, it, it, it almost takes me back to crazy enough. Nobody shoot me. It almost takes me back to the Duranium and the Bacchanite thing with the sarcophagus. If that ship had been successful, they were gating the use of it by gating the repair currency. All right. Imagine the use of discovery if they didn't sell mycelium packs. That was also intended to be gated, but then they just decided to sell it. And, you know, what the hell ever, you know, now people have hundreds of thousands, if not millions. Big country. How much mycelium are you holding right now? One point two million. One point two million. And you haven't bought it in four months. You know, so uh, that's not true. <laughs> okay, I did see that hundred. I saw the hundred dollar pack. I wondered if you were going to yeah. bite. <laughs> absolutely, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. He says, you know, the disco was meant to be a gated, uh, a gated use, a limited use thing. So I wonder how potent they really can make this, Gregor. You know, we'll we'll come back to your suggestions here in just a moment. Aries, welcome to the stage. Exocomp consumables. What do you got? Aries, we don't have you. No audio from Aries. Uh, try to reconnect and keep your screen orientation the same. Cal has not come to the stage. I'd like to welcome Handy to the stage. Uh, Handy, what do you got for us on Exocomp consumables? Go ahead. Hey there, you got me? I got you, Handy. Welcome to the show. Thank you. 
Well, I would re like you mentioned earlier, I'd really love to see something with rep. Um, if they had a rep, uh, a rep consumable that would make my grinding easier, that would be amazing. I like rep. I think rep is a fantastic idea. It's also not super heavily researched. Take a look in your galaxy tree, everybody, and you've got, if I'm not mistaken, we've only got, uh, Stevens Aaron, you might have to help me. I think we have only two researches that impact rep. We've got Apprentice, and we have Devotion. Uh, is there anything new in Away Teams? Uh, Arrow says yeah, away the third Teams one. has one. Away Teams away has, has, let me find it. Notoriety. Oh, notoriety, thank you. So we got three. Now, i got to argue, you, I mean, these are not super heavy. Uh, notoriety maxes out at 50%. That's in Away Teams. I don't know if anybody's actually got that maxed yet. That's a... That's an expensive one. Over yes. here uh, in Devotion, it maxes out at 50. And then Apprentice maxes out also at 50. So you got 150% worth of research. Now, let's break this down, Handy. You got 150% yeah. worth, worth of total research. What would you like to see as an exocomp? Uh, if I could get even another 100%, I think it would be extremely Woo! helpful. Rich blood you got. Rich blood. Let's well, let's know, talk I'm about I'm if, level fifty. I got I got stuff to do. <laughs> if if a level if a level ten research offers fifty percent, and see this is where this is exactly where I feel like our expectations are, are just a little bit off. Uh Gregor, I would like you to weigh in here too. Handy's a level fifty. Gregor, big country, Bubba Joe, all y'all level fifties. All right. Everybody level fifty. Everybody level fifty, bro. You've got three researches. All right. Level ten research. Or 10 levels of research that equals 50%. These 10 levels of research, arguably relatively expensive, long time to grind down. Lost and Found says notoriety doesn't even unlock until Ops 35. So let's talk about how much an exocomp should be good if a 10-level research is only good for 50%. Now, on the other hand, DJ Gur says do keep in mind, they're temporary, they're short buffs, not permanent, so they could actually yeah. be better. All right, I actually, I can, I can be swayed in that direction, DJ Gur. I like that. So, Handy, you're thinking a hundred percent. I think a hundred percent's good. I think that's fair. Uh, put like I don't know an hour or two time limit on it. I think it would be amazing. All right, I'm, gonna write, I'm writing these down, guys. I really am. Hundred percent. One hour. Let's let's draw parallels to what we have. What's the best research that boosts Armada damage today? Is it 100? percent Is 150 at the t at the maximum level it has? Is it, you know? And then we can say, hey, okay, so a great reputation, you know, if the ratio is a temporary buff can be three times the best individual research, then a buff for reputation or something else should be allowed to be three times the best available research. So you want to go with 150? Well, I that was just I was just posing that question. I I don't have all of the researchers memorized. Yeah, and I don't and I don't know. I don't know what formula they kind of used here. I mean, honestly, we look like I remember drawing the correlation, Bubba, that we were talking about the G4 skins, for example. Uh, G4 skins offering a 200%, but we do see some of these exocomps, even uncommon exocomps authoring, uh, even a G3 uncommon offering 150% or a G4 uncommon offering 250%, which is automatically better than the skin that some people paid $100 for. So... But, of course, it's short-term, three hours. So, you know what? I think DJ Gurr is actually more along the right line of thinking than I was. Like, this can be big because they're short-term. But, but they also can't be, like, 
unrealistic. Like, I don't think we could look at a thousand percent of anything. Uh, like, you know, somebody said in the chat about the Armada damage. I, I think that's that's too I, much. I, I think it's okay to have these vanilla things, right? Like the vanilla buffs. I think that's totally okay. It would just be nice if we had something that was more like unicorn or elusive or really cool. Like whether that's rep increases or maybe a refined reset or maybe the bonus loot output, like get a five of 10 on your ship for two hours. Yeah, I, I definitely think loot bonus would be good. I got to be honest, and this is what I said about mechanics earlier, refine resets, anything to do with bundles, I think you're out. Okay, I don't think that's going to, the tech does not intermix. So you're not going to be able to do anything with bundles. You're not going to be able to do anything with the contents of bundles. You're probably not even going to be able to do anything with a refinery. Um, this has to be stuff that's impacted or statistical-based stuff, Gregor, not not necessarily chess. So refines, I think, would be out. Um, however, stuff that we can amplify DJ. with research. Yes, go ahead. Yeah, sister just stuff on a PM from the battles from the Armadas. All right, let's come back uh, very quickly and pick up. <clears throat> um, here we go. Okay, now... I, I presume, Clyde, these are hopefully, these are mostly round one, right? Yes. Okay, so we predicted, I'm going to throw this into the graphics room. Here's pre-buff on a level 35 from Clyde on a tier four. Five. Uh, sorry, tier five pylum. And we predicted roughly 100,000, roughly. I think actually the math came out to roughly 105,000. So let me find your post-buff. And you know what? Looks real good, Clyde. Looks very, very close. We got... Let's see. No, that one doesn't add up right. Let's check a different one. You sent me about six screenshots, so let me check through these real quick. Okay. The first three, screen, first three screenshots are first weapon, third weapon, second weapon. The next three screenshots should be the first weapon, second weapon, third weapon. Yeah, see, I'm trying to avoid the criticals, though. That's why I really wanted round one. That way Khan didn't have any time. Um... Although this one's a little better. Let me post this one in. See, on that second screenshot, it looks like you were the victim of a really bad low roll, like a closer to a minimum. But this one here looks like it would be pretty close because you guys take a look, and you've got a 731 shot there, and we predicted roughly 100,000 rise. So, I mean, again, Clyde, I think, you know, when we look at the damage per shot, maybe it's a little underwhelming. Uh, just out of curiosity, with that, with the buff... And without the buff, you did 14. Let's see. Now, how many rounds did you do pre-buff? Five. Five rounds. See, it's only on a level 35, though. I don't know. We're not going to see much. I, had to pick, I picked something I could kill. <laughs> yeah. How many, rounds, how many rounds after the buff? Even if it saved one round, I think, okay. I think that's telling. I had, I had someone join me on the second one, so only four rounds. Uh, Cause I, had to pick, I had to pick something I could find because all the Armada's being ran. I couldn't yeah. go for a 39 because they're going like wildfire right now. Yeah. Uh, on a 35, a little bit harder to tell just because they're easy to kill. But I'm telling you, even even a, even a level 35, if you went from five rounds to four, probably makes a difference. Uh, big Country is shooting us. Oh, here's a good one. This will be fun. All right, Big. This is good. This is good. I'm going to copy this. Big Country broke out his Hegta. For testing. All right. The big old level 50 pro Hegta. All right. Posting these screenshots in right now, guys. You guys take a look here. And uh, I'm posting them blindly. So if he's making me a liar, then then so be it. The first one went round. Uh, first one went 15 rounds. 
pre-buff, post-buff, 14 rounds. So he did save a round. Uh, let's take a look at that non-critical shot and Big Country real quick so I can check this out on stfc.space. What is your tier of ship? Uh, tier 5. This is a tier 5, and do you have Mark 5 or Mark 6 weapons? Um, uh, I think they're all Mark 6 except for one. All right, so ballpark. I think the, one of the energies is, is, is still uh, level five. Okay. Still level five. So yeah. ballpark here, let's look at that top shot, um, which is two shots. So that's actually three shots. Hey, go on. Uh, let's look at that kinetic. All right, that kinetic has an average min of 32, max of 38. So the average is 36. We're going to take, uh, so basically big, your bonus should also be roughly 100 Let's see, 70, about 105, between 105 and 110. We go from 602 to 725. I mean, guys, it, it's right, it's there, okay? So the, the Exocomp is clearly working. You're getting the increases. Does it feel any better, big country? And I think that's maybe what Jonathan Ingram was saying earlier. Maybe you guys are not feeling it. But, I mean, golly, you dropped one round. You hit a 46 uncommon. Did you solo that? No, so I, I wanted to solo to see if it was something where, you know, could I not kill it before and then kill it with the exocomp to see what the difference was. So there was, I did two of the exact same, and the first time I left, 56 million haul left on the exocomp, on the armada. The second time with the, with the exocomp, I took 3 million more haul. So there was 53 left. You know, so I think it's one of those things where if there's six of us or seven of us in an armada and we're doing four or well, three to four million more in damage, we all have it activated. That totals 15, maybe 15 more million. Does that help you, you know, punch up? And I think that that's maybe where, you know, where some of the bigger players make it. Or even some of the smaller players, man. I mean, you know, where you can get a group to all use it, and then maybe it helps you, you know, do something that you were not able to do before. Okay. I like but it. It's a, it was a three million difference in the hall. I took three million more hall damage from to the Yamaha. <laughs> Lost the and Found says he blew up his Hegda twice for testing. Didn't you hear what he said, Lost and Found? 50, mil, 50 million tried ain't nothing. <laughs> Thank you, Big. I appreciate that. Oh, yeah. No, yeah <laughs> Power up, baby. <laughs> All right. Yeah, he blew up his Hegda twice for testing. He's the man. Um, yeah, he, and he didn't even get loot out of it. For science, he says. Uh, this would science. Be the, go ahead, This wouldn't Greg. be the first time 40-plus had a different perspective on content than 40 and lower. It's, it's, so. not, it's not uh, the first time. As a matter of fact, it, it's quite on par. Uh, you know, we, we've talked almost every arc – this season has had a very specific target audience, and and again, not that they that they have been left out. I, I just think that that some of the larger players, and and again, this comes back to a video, Gregor, that you helped me prepare a year ago. The value of diminishing return. The more research you have, the less the less the uh, the less perceptible value something is going to have when it comes out, and it's percentage based. 
You know, you. I remember you telling me, like, if I wanted something amazing, I think we were talking about, what was it? Mining speed or protected ship cargo repairs. or ship. Yeah, ship repairs. You said, listen, to me, to have value, I would need a prime. And, and I remember this. I need a prime worth 1,000% for it to actually to have. Cut it in half. To, to actually yeah. have a real tangible value to me. And yep. you, you guys think about this. A thousand percent is what he wanted, and that would have saved him half. All right? Now, Dinah says at 33, they're not perceptible. Dinah, at 33, you're probably still using a lot of two-star and three-star. And, and not only that, I agree with, with what a lot of players have said. Most of these are extremely vanilla. That's why we're talking about two or three key exocomps. The exocomps that are the most valuable here now today. And, uh, and what we're going to do over the next couple of minutes, and I know I keep saying this, I want to actually move into what we want to see coming. I've got loot bonus. Uh, and just real quick, what do, we, what do we expect that loot bonus to be? 100%. Better at least be a 5 or 10. So yeah. 100%. All right, 100% loot bonus. like to see that as an exocomp. Uh, El Cheapo. El Cheapo, welcome to the stage. Uh, thank you, Cal. Appreciate your comments there. Handy, also, thank you, buddy. Forgot to thank you on the stage. Appreciate you guys very, very much. Uh, El Cheapo, you're on the stage. Good evening, and what do you want to see uh, as a future Exocomp? Hey, hey. Um, can you hear me? We got you, buddy. Okay, then. Um, uh, the Exocomp things are new, so, I mean, you guys are, some of the guys are complaining that it's not enough. Some of the guys are too new. I do have an idea where it comes to, for me, I view exocomps as a second layer for officers where, you know, our ships, we, uh, what do you call this? We crew them to what we need. So moving forward, the, the exocomps after this, maybe they could uh, come up with a box that could be crewed or rather could be instead of synergy, we got combos. So, um, the call this. Okay. Um, in the lower levels, we used to be able to farm Dill and far and try to our needs. It hasn't been available because of the scale, because of whatever. It's so hard to. It's it's useless to um to recall this to mine or grind for those material resources. Well, moving forward, maybe we could use exocomps to allow us to again you know, uh, grind for resources, maybe a massive cargo boost for your warship that only works with a par, uh, with a massive par boost and uh, some impulse improvements, whatever. It's just, uh, I'm just letting the imagination tra uh, station run, wherein instead of uh, officers and synergy, you got exocomps and combos. You know, That's I, my idea. Cheapo, I kind of like that. And, and Gregor, I want to come back to a conversation you and I had probably a year ago. Do you remember when we were talking about how much rating would have to be done to pay for buildings in the, in the mid to upper 40s? You remember we, we were talking about if a building needed $12 billion, like you'd have to raid for just – I mean, you'd have to raid for days to get it, right? Mm -hmm. Now, granted, resource – uh, distribution in the game. The, the resource economy has gotten better over the last several months. But not – now, listen, you guys know I'm not a huge miner. Okay? I don't really like mining a whole lot. But to Cheapo's point, Gregor, you and I had discussed what if there was a way to mine 
steal at like ten million an hour. You remember you had asked about that. You you I mean this was an idea you had a year ago. I think ago. we were kind of talking about like how much would you have to mine to make it effective. <laughs> and, and we were I wasn't saying I wish I could mine ten million parts still an hour. <laughs> well, I, know. I was saying how much <laughs> would you have to be able to mine and how much would you have to be able to hold to actually make a dent in and mining parse still make it a feasible thing. Well, and all and the yeah. nodes would have to be re-engineered. They'd have to be huge. But yeah. to to Cheapo's point, is it is it possible with exocomps now to go out and mine a hundred million steel an hour? I mean, I kind of feel like it it could be. Yeah. I think they could make I think they could make extremely valuable laser focused exocomps. Right? Like, what do I mean? I mean probe drop rates in Borg being increased 300% for an hour, uh, swarm frequency modulators being increased 500% for an hour. I mean, they could really make targeted, laser-focused, awesome exocomps that everybody could use, right? Instead of just these vanilla ones. And I know they're brand new, right? But that's the same thing we said about projectiles and look how much has happened in that space. I mean... They don't have a history of iterating on what they have. It's well, I agree. Forgotten and, about. Well, I agree with that a, a thousand percent. And 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 really, I kind of said this to to Bubba here not long ago. The one thing, and Bubba disagrees. The the one thing uh, that I feel like that they have done better than usual is keeping away teams' assignments relevant throughout these last few months because they keep, like, you know, we saw it for ISO resin. Now we're seeing it for the Axionic chips. They, they have been able to use the away team's assignment to at least keep it somewhat pertinent or at least offer a benefit. Um, it would be really cool to see them use exocomps. Every single month there's a new exocomp that comes out that has something to do with some type of new content right um or like you say new exocomps that 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 come about even if they're limited time gregor uh like the away team's assignments for iso resin if there was an exocomp for you know l let's use something uh let's let's go back to deep space armadas like when they first came out for example um and and if it was I don't even know. This is probably not something they could do, but but how about a 15 or 30% cost efficiency on directives? So instead of 200 directives, it only costs 160 you know, to run or something like that. I think that there are ways. I think Gregor's exactly right. This is exactly what I wanted to come up with today is to look at the list. We know a couple of them that, that at least appear to be decent for right now, Okay. But there's 39 on this list, and I and my argument is there's less than five that, in my opinion, are something that I would want to chase after. All right. So what do we want to see that we would chase after? Uh, going to the chat box, increased cargo capacity says housekeeping. My God, that's been a thing forever. We've asked for research. We've gotten some cargo capacity. Uh, talking about officer statistics, lost and found suggest how about a new prime officers, 100% to base officer stats for three hours. I like that. Go ahead, Bubba. TJ, what, what if I told you that there was a way to actually double all the damage of the G3 ships? I mean, I'd be interested in that. Who wouldn't be interested right. in that? So why, why don't we get an exocomp that adds one to the shots? Mm. 
See, no, I'd have are, to. I'd have to get with Ripper. The research, See, I don't, I don't, the research, the research exists because they did it for the Stella. Well, and they did it for. That's right, and they do. And I think Curon has something similar to that too, doesn't he? Doesn't Curon so, change Jayla. the firing pattern? Jayla, no, when, that's right. Jayla changes the firing pattern. Yep. Oh man, I like now, that. It won't. It won't double the damage for the G four ships. It would just add one to their shots. Most of them are shooting multiple shots anyway, so it would be a. But it would be a, a very appreciable amount of damage increase. And one of the complaints we've been having is that it's very difficult to see the damage. Yeah, you can do some math and see it, but you could just. But if you count, do count the, the number of shots, not only that, yes. but the shot is going to get the benefit of all your research. It's not even a base. Like that's a true net multiplier, right? Yep. So yeah, yep. I like that one, and it's and it's clear. You know, these these are great, guys. These are fantastic. And this this is what I want to be able to go back to Scopely and say, listen, you started off with something good. And listen, maybe they've already got something planned. It clearly caps out at level 40. Maybe they got something planned for later. But I don't even think these exocomps that we're talking about should be reserved for 40+. plus. I think, you know, adding one to your shot like Bubba Joseph, that's probably one of my favorites so far, Bubba. That should be available at, at level 15. That should be available mm -hmm. as a combat exocomp at level 15. Go ahead, Cheapo. Yeah, no, Clyde. Oh, hey, they can up? give us a they can give us a five minute buff for our miners, increasing our cargo hold by five hundred percent for five minutes from your raid. That'll increase me from six million to thirty million for five minutes. Increase the rating. <laughs> you know what, Clyde? We talked about players like you cleaning out a level thirty in three minutes flat. We can't be having that garbage. <laughs> Shield. They need the shield then. Shield or share, everybody. That's what Clyde's message to you. Uh, Tycon, Tycon, welcome to the stage on Exocoms here tonight. Tycon, how you doing, buddy? Doing well. What Clyde said actually kind of speaks to my issue with some of these things. They can't be PvP. They have to all be PvE. Because if it's PvP, then, you know, we're talking about even more pay to win. Uh-huh. And... That, that can be an issue, but I think what exocomps are best for is quality of life improvements, mm -hmm. like the the uh, warp speed improvements. You know, we get we we do stuff faster and better than that we always need to do. You know, it makes it so that we can get stuff done faster. I think that's where it shines the most. But I, the other thing is, ninety percent PVE base in the game. For people who want a PVP who don't want to spend hundreds of dollars to raid. Yeah, it should be some benefit to us, not just to the people who always want a PvE all the time. You know, well, Clyde, PvE, I, I mean, PvE I, does feed into PvP. It's not you, – you improve your power via PvE, but direct PvP, like improving your ability to kill somebody you just spent five bucks for ten minutes. That's where I have a problem. Well, and, and I agree that was my original concern, Tycon was that somebody could spend $5 and, and then just be able to demolish somebody for, for that 15 or 20 minutes or whatever. And, and, and Clyde's suggestion feeds directly into that paranoia for me. Uh, however, Clyde, you know I like to PvP, and, and I think that, that there are places for things like that to happen. For example, let's take a look at Worf. Let's look at Worf's captain's ability for a second, okay? Uh, after defeating a hostile, and of course it's not even in PvP, but after defeating a hostile, your warp speed's increased, all right? To me, for example, a much better ability for him would have been after defeating anything, blue or red, increase the impulse speed by 15, all right? So that I can catch the next target faster. Like, that to me would have been a much more valuable card. If warp was an increase to 
impulse speed after killing anything. See, now that to me, Tycon, is an acceptable PvP buff. Clyde, that's an acceptable PvP buff because it's not giving me the chance to, to overpower somebody. It's just giving me a chance to catch them or maybe do a little bit more, right? So uh, I, I kind of like that in an officer where I can actually be able to, to do something else. But I do agree, Clyde, we got to be real careful with the, the premium pay versus the pay-to-play perspective here. You offer five minutes, that offers a 1,000% increase to, say, your rating capacity. I mean, we, we've talked about this before. That'd take you to 50, what, 30? Let's say you said 30 million. 60 million. 60 no, million. 1,000 percent 60 million. I mean, you can't, you can't scoop somebody okay, 60 but, million. You, you just but can't. But keep the buffs really short. But keep the buffs short. Say two minutes. We keep the bus really, really short. That way, it's not a huge benefit, but it's like something for us to go for. Do you do you think, Clyde, that players would complain though if they had to spend five dollars for something that gave them five minutes worth of benefit? Because see, that was my original concern was over monetization of these buffs. Do you have to spend for any of them now? You get them from the, uh, the little thing you get in the, your base. Well, that's every true. Day. That's true. Well, what if it was percentage of uh, targeted? loot as opposed to percentage of what you have um some way to make it so that you get a better percentage of what they have as opposed to what your cargo capacity is it's kind of complicated but you know, you know i've never i've you, never tycon i've never actually solved that formula i know dill comes last right but but you know it's weird like you can take a bunch of steel you still get a little bit of, of trite you still get a little bit of dill then all of a sudden you start getting a lot of trite but you still getting a lot of dill like, I've never understood that formula. That formula escapes me. I should probably have but, Ripper look into it. <laughs> it kind of makes me weak. But above, above 40, most people all won't parse still. You don't care about titanium or dilithium. You won't parse still because it costs billions, 40 billion, 50 billion, 100 billion. It costs so much to upgrade everything. You don't care about titanium or dilithium anymore. Well, see, yeah. and, that, and, that, and that is that's what Gregor said earlier. That's what Big Country I, said earlier. I don't know about that. I, well, you know, like, I. I I find myself disagreeing with that, you know, but I, I'm I a, don't agree with that. I'm a 41, <laughs> you know, I, I got, I mean, I do have, I, I've got probably 20, 30 billion steel at, at this moment, but man, I'm just starving for trite. Captain Bull's a 42 still, I still care about trite and dilly, he says. So, you know, and, and this obviously does represent the challenge that Scopely has when developing this stuff. Okay. I, and I, I'm not going to pretend that it's easy, but you know, Clyde's here talking about, that, you know, I want to be able to raid 60 million steel. I don't care about Dill. Meanwhile, the level 35 that Clyde can raid, who's holding maybe a billion, says, my God, I've worked for, I've worked for a month to get a billion steel. I don't want to see it disappear in three minutes because I, I you know, had to go change the baby's diaper and I got distracted by, by, you know, a dog yipping in the backyard or all of a sudden I saw a bear in my trash can or, or any other one of a million things that can happen in real life that can cause you to be distracted from the game for five minutes and then, and then you're gone, you know? I'm a, I'm a cheap date, man. Like, I don't, I don't care about the PvP or the rating side. Uh, just for me personally, I, I would have been happy with increased data mining speed by 500% or increased board <laughs> probe drops by 500%. Oh, you're serious. Or, do you know? I'm, yeah, I'm okay. totally serious. Like, uh, well, I just when you said data, I thought you were BSing done. me. Now the probes, I get. That's when I knew you were serious. All right, but yeah, the probes, no, just all that, all that, <laughs> just like Tycon said, like all the daily maintenance we have to do, right? Just get us through it faster. Get us the other side. Drop, drop the rep. Drop security codes. 
uh, well, actually, the problem with security goes like if they had like a increased Stella cargo hold by a thousand percent. So, you know, well, and that's what you're talking about. You're talking about I want real specific, non-generic. I want increased Stella capacity for two hours or three hours. Everybody has to do those things. Everybody has to do those things. So why not give us like major bonuses that everybody wants because everybody just wants to get through it. They want to go mine data for an hour and use up their bonus and have two million so they don't have to go mine data for an extra four or five days. I love it. Yeah, look, yeah, look, look, look at the Franklin A. What you get done on your dailies so fast, if you could do that on Swarm Sunday as well, Oh my God, that would be beautiful. Yeah, like the times three mechanic. Yeah. Yep, I like it. Okay, very good, Tycon. Thank you for your comments, uh, Gregor. Appreciate uh, your comments as well. I I actually really really like a lot of the ideas for exocomps uh, that you got there. Big country. Uh, let me come to you for a little bit of wrap up in because you've been awful quiet here. What is an exocomp that you would like to see? And prove timer to the scrapyard. Scrapyard timing. Love it. And that is a research. There's research for that. Scrapyard timing. Um, I don't think so, DJ. I don't think there's any research for that. Apex Chop Shop. Yes, sir. It exists. Apex Chop Shop is a research for Scrapyard. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yep. Uh, so that one uh, that one would work. H- Apex Chop Shop. And crazy enough, that is the only Scrapyard research you've got. So any buff there is going to be pretty pronounced. Uh, so I kind of like that idea as well. That could be actually something pretty significant uh, down the road is doing a scrapyard buff there. So uh, kind of like that. Okay, guys, this is good. And, and this is why I wanted to actually spend some time. This is why I didn't want to try to cram it in last week, Bubba, because I felt like they're on to a good mechanic. I agree with, Grega, uh, with Gregor. A lot of these are very meh. I do deem probably four or five of them decent, maybe even better than decent. But out of the 39, eh, you know, a lot of them a little bit meh, right? So what can we do to spice up our lives here a little bit? And, uh, and I think we've got some really good ideas. And you know what? Even if Scopely took a couple of these and introduced a few of them, uh, over the course of uh, of a month or, you know, because again, Bubba, we've talked about keeping stuff relevant and refreshing things. We see this month that they've actually uh, done a couple of things that they did last month and kept it in the away team's assignments as we get ready to wrap up here. Do you feel that you would rather see these trickle in or do you want to wait for a fresh batch of, of 20 new exocomps or would you like to see, say, you know, like officers, maybe two or three exocomps dribbled in here every month or so? What do you expect to see in the future of exocomps, Bubba? Well, I mean, so it's it's really difficult, right? The the cycle time. By the time we've given feedback on something, it's probably going to be you know three months out before we're going to see it. But I'd like to see regular updates. I don't want to wait a year and get like twenty new things like that, like they've done for a lot of other things. I'd like to see regular onesie twosie things added to the whether it's ATAs or exocomps or whatever the next feature is. Um, as opposed to waiting for a year or a year and a half and then getting a, a sizable increase. I agree. And, and that's why I say I kind of like what they've done with ATA, at least for the last two months. We've seen isoresin. Now we've seen axionic chips. And, and if we can continue evolving ATA, just one or two new assignments a month, 
that are that are adding some good new things, I think they could do the same with Exocom. Squad, welcome to the stage. You get the final word before we take our second break tonight. Final word on Exocomps and uh, what you're liking or not liking about the consumable buffs so far. Squad, go ahead. Hey, thanks so much. Uh, I would just like to say that I would love to see faction Exocomps, if that's a thing. Maybe it's not. Maybe we should make it a thing where we could do something with faction credits, faction points with exocomps specific. Um, maybe I'm way out of the box there, but that would be something I would like to see is some faction exocomps. So what's your when, when you say faction, what's your goal there? Uh, faction credits? Because like, we talked about reputation a minute ago, but what, what specifically are you thinking – because I'm not sure. Do we have a research that surrounds faction credits? I think the only thing that we've got is there's a couple of there's a couple of researches or primes, but they do affect a bundle, if I'm not mistaken, Stevens, Aaron. Uh, but I don't well, know. Maybe you got to be a little bit crazy and think like, hey, for the next half an hour or an hour, all your Fed rep is now going to be Fed credits to help you boost those those Fed credits that you need to build. Because I'm looking to get some level thirty four ships right and, and those are expensive so to get those faction credits would be really helpful to have that little boost and, and something out of the box it's like hey for the next hour whatever instead of fed rep you're getting fed direct fed credits or direct klingon credits and help you <laughs> lock Woof. I, hey, that's that a big one that's a big one buddy i don't know <laughs> i don't know i, I, I didn't say it was small one. I you know, but Dark Menace is onto something, perhaps. And, and again, I have to come back. I know that there's a couple of researches that do affect bundles. Those are a lot more complicated and definitely more permanent. Dark Menace says, what about a credit price reduction? Uh, and see, the thing that, that would be involved there, Dark Menace, is it would have to actually create a new bundle. So it would have to be super targeted, uh, as Gregor mentions. Like, for example, you've got an exocomp to discount the the cost of enterprise bps but you couldn't do it on on say for example all federation ships because they're going to have to write new bundles for everything that that exocomp would impact so i feel like that one would be mechanic and I, I, I almost guarantee they would look at that one and be like okay too mechanically complicated i'm out you know what i'm saying like i, I I'm, I'm out on that um so i don't i don't see that being uh i don't see that being something that that one would have to be thought about. I'm not saying that it, it shouldn't be introduced. It, it could definitely be thought about, but we'd have to think about a way to do that reasonably, you know? Um, may, and I think like, I like Stevens Aaron's idea is just maybe a discount somehow on the faction store, but it, but I don't, I don't know. Not even the faction store, Stevens Aaron. Like, you know what would be better? Actually, I take it back, Gregor. I've got it. You know what would be better? This would be a little bit more targeted. 50% increase in Borg store yield. For one hour, so that way you really you only get one you only get one refine out of it fifty percent or even a hundred percent, one hundred percent net yield increase out of your Borg refinery for one hour. So you could claim them all one time, and that's pretty much it. You know what I'm saying? Like that would be something that you could do with that, uh, or maybe even a two hundred percent something that would be really big. You know, something that could be really really good, but but clearly limited and limit the number of bundles that they'd have to actually change. So, so even if you did that for the message refinery on the alliances, right? So if you doubled up your, your credit return when you refine those messages, 
uh, the scout messages, that would, that would be good too. It could. And again, I, like I say, timers and bundles, that's much more complicated than, than traditional research style things. So we got to, you know, that's, I like Clyde's idea. How about an exocomp to just to shut off getting Kira BPs? I'm good with that too. Uh, squad, thank you for your comments. Appreciate you being on the stage here, buddy. Thank you so much. Guys, we are going to take, uh, you know what, Jonathan Ingram, I'm going to give you the final word there. I like that. Jonathan Ingram says, how about ship part efficiency, Gregor? That would be, now you want to talk about something that impacts 45 plus players, right? How about a 100 or a 200% efficiency to ship parts? Now you're talking something that the 40 plus players could get behind, right? Part. Be cool. Ship yeah. parts efficiency, and there is research for that. That's an easy one to do. All right. Did they silently tell you, hey, DJ, come up with a list of exocomps people will like, or is this just you being? <laughs> no, this is me basically at the beginning of the day, Gregor, agreeing with you that a lot of this stuff is meh, okay? I'm not going to turn away any of it. It's free, okay? I I did. I competed for the first time in a long time, Gregor. Or a big country, I don't know if you saw it. I'm very proud of myself, community. Very proud of myself because I competed in, and, and we all know that the daily mini events bracketing is miserable, right? It's miserable. Like the bracketing for me is 40 to 50, okay? 40 to 50 in the station leaderboard daily event. So I haven't competed in one of those in a really long time. I didn't even compete with them when I was 39, not for a long time, because I held and my guns were all 39. Big country. I placed first place today in the station solo leaderboard by updating one gun. <laughs> all right. Um, so that is not 40 plus, it's 28 to 40, 28 to 50. It's what? It's 28 plus. V ready, I can't hear you when you're sitting on the toilet. You say <laughs> you sound like you're in a bathroom. Did you say 28 plus? I can't hear you. Yes. All right. So 28 plus. Uh, that's fine. So that I mean, it's a huge window. So 28 plus all the way to 50. Uh, I won that today because I was able to do a gun. But to do that gun big, I had to do two other docks. Plus, I was trying to compete. You know, I was trying to do uh, trying to spend some uncommon so I could get my Troy shards and all that stuff. Anyway, long story short, um, I did. I used a building speed exocomp today because something is better than nothing. All right? Something is better than nothing. But I do agree with Gregor at the beginning of the day. This is a very vanilla list of buffs with a couple of, with a couple of you know, surprise chunks of cookie dough buried in there because that's my favorite piece. All right? The ship XP, that's my cookie dough. But I'd like to see a lot more cookie dough. I want to see a lot more chocolate chips, okay? Uh, I like that very, very much. All right, guys, we're going to take our second break. Thank you guys for the wonderful ideas. And to answer your question, Gregor, no. They didn't say anything to me about it. This is me going back to them and saying, here's how you keep this relevant. Or here's how – because, listen, at the end of the day, let's be honest, this has not been their most revenue-generating release ever. I feel like they probably made a ton more money on the Meridian than they have on Servos. Just, just my guess. Big Country hasn't bought any. Baba Joe spent very little. Gregor, have you spent anything uh, on Exocomps? One, one, and and and. But again, this comes back to because there's really nothing I care about. Like there you go. This is where they they could make it sexy, and then people would be like, "Hey, let's make it sexy." 
let's make it sexy. And, and, and you know, hey, Gregor, you told me before, don't give Scopely monetization ideas, right? You said that to me. But if we can take a mechanic that's already out there, all right? And again, it doesn't have to be monetized because if they just add them into the pool, then they're going to be able to be drawn. But, Gregor, if you could directly buy, like if you went in your, in your pack store and you saw a $99 pack and it had five exocomps in it that offered whatever, uh, okay, probes. Well, don't be too specific. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying, <laughs> yeah, but, but, but you know what I'm saying. If, you saw, if yeah. you saw a $99 pack and it contained 20 exocomps and even 10 of them were what you just said that you wanted, would you be more likely? Oh, yeah, buddy. You'd be a lot course, more likely to buy. Sure. So, so, you know, not that I'm trying to provide the monetization ideas, but I want to take what at its core is a mechanic that has a ton of potential. I love the mechanic of the exocomps. I truly do. I, I, I'm very happy with how they came out as compared to what I feared. You know, yeah, they did a great job of not imbalancing the game. They also did a great job of not imbalancing the game. Right? <laughs> they did a great job of changing right. nothing. <laughs> you know, so yeah, that I, was a whole jar of mayonnaise. It was. Yeah. It was. I just wanna. I wanna add a little bit of. Like I said, I need a little bit more cookie dough in my vanilla, right, Gregor? I think that's how we can sum it up right there. Give me a little bit more cookie dough, but as Tycon says, let's not beat up on the free to play, and let's not beat up on on. I don't want to say victimizing players, but let's let's not make this something that really smashes down or steps on the neck of somebody who's not using a buff. I like Gregor's idea. Let's really focus on quality of life, time efficiency, uh, improving our abilities to get things done faster. That's what I want to see here. And I think, I, too, you know, uh, Garkin had one that he put back in the chat where it said, you know, improve the ship's ability, whatever the ship is. Whether it's a mining ship that mine, like a cavort that mine is that mines crystal, like whether it's some Terry's that mines gas, or, or it's a you know a, a enterprise where it has shield regen, like whatever that ship's main ability is, like you have something that's like vague where it helps all of your ships. I think I think they should have a mix of both stuff that's vague and also stuff that's specific too. I like so I think that. there should be more open stuff too and i and i like el cheapo's comment and i'm actually going to wrap up with this right here he says i feel like they've started this expansion properly they've begun this one correctly let's see what happens let's let it mature uh obviously these are some good ideas and we can send them back in but uh this one has really truthfully it it was it was like dipping your toe in the water a little bit gregor to make sure we didn't break anything which I think we can all agree that they haven't, but now let's let's just add a little bit of add a little bit of flavor, and uh, and I like that. Thank you, Cheapo, for the final word, and uh, thank you to our panel of contributors. We're going to take our final break, and when we come back, we're going to uh, touch very quickly on the calendar. Uh, one or two changes that uh, actually no changes to the calendar, uh, but one or two things that you need to be aware of for upcoming events. Plus, I do actually have. A little bit of a teaser coming up right after the break. I am not authorized tonight to tell you what is coming this week, but I want to tell you that I know it's coming, and I want to tell you that you guys have asked for it, some of you, and, um, well, there it is. I've already told you. There's really nothing else I can say. 
<laughs> but I'll, I'll tease you just a little bit more coming up right after the break with that. Uh, a couple of really good announcements coming up um, <clears throat> over the next couple of weeks. So I'm pretty excited about that. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live as we enter the final stretch of Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast here tonight. We'll be back in a moment. Don't go anywhere. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Altoids Curiously Strong Peppermints. Now introducing steroids, even stronger peppermints. They don't freshen your bad breath. They just make everyone afraid to mention it. The horses are in the gate, and we are all set in the flying commercial derby. And they're off. Mask mandate comes out first, followed by long security line, rude TSA agent, and bare feet. Plastic bins are nowhere in sight, and that's stirring up angry crowd. As we hit turn one, TSA pat-down is followed by overpriced newsstand and $6 bag of pretzels. On to the backstretch now, where nowhere to sit is putting pressure on angry crowd. And now 12 boarding classes is causing complete chaos. Mask mandate has angry crowd growing stronger. But now here comes hidden baggage fees out of nowhere. And down the stretch they come. 12 boarding classes are standing still. Angry crowd is getting violent. And now here come the cops. $6 bag of pretzels are a total waste. But as we hit the wire, it's mask mandate. Followed by angry crowd and nowhere to sit because the flight's been delayed. Angry crowd was charging furiously, but mask mandate was able to cover them up. The Tokyo Olympics have ended, but the savings are just beginning at the Olympic Leftover Warehouse, where our deals are nothing to sneeze at. Vote <laughs> for your life, I think he has COVID! The Olympic Leftover Warehouse has millions of unwatched TVs and U.S. women's soccer cleats that are perfect for protesting or losing to Canada. We've also got thousands of masks from every country and millions of vaccine needles. Whoops, I think those are for steroids. But either way, these deals are a real shot in the arm. So don't waste time or money shopping at one of those overpriced Olympic shops. Get down to the Olympic leftover warehouse where you won't spend a ton of silver to bring home the gold. Welcome back, everybody. Man, I'm trying tonight. I'm chugging a bottle of water. I've ran, so me and my gimpy leg ran to the fridge during commercial break, tripped over Oliver's wagon, <laughs> grabbed a bottle of water, came back in here, hobbling all the time. Now, that was... Was Oliver in the wagon? Or? He was not in the wagon. Oh, that's, that's good. <laughs> that, that is a good thing. I would have kicked him right in his face on accident. I tell you, I uh, that was a terrible mistake, Gregor, because now, like, my leg and hip, are, they're throbbing in pain. This was a terrible, terrible idea. God, DJs, why? Why did you be thirsty? Oh, God. Oh, my goodness. That This hurts. This hurts so bad. All right. Um, let's take a look at our show teaser. Make sure we get everything in in the next 10 minutes. Row Mud. Huh? All right. This real quick on Row Mud. Bubba, I got to call you out just for a second on Row Mud. What? Now, now okay. So, first of Ro all. Row Mud works. Row Mud works. She's not affected by Pike or Picard. And and it was uh, it was confirmed that she is not, in fact, a combat ability. Is that not ridiculous? 
because she's a proc rate, she's not impacted by Pike. Just as a heads up, just as an FYI. I know it's a combat ability, but because the variable, because the variable is a proc rate, doesn't count. So if you've got Roe Mud maxed out, oh, I listen, I know Roe works. I'm not saying she doesn't. Okay? I'm not saying she doesn't. What I'm saying is 60% is where she caps. You're not getting her any higher. Okay? You're not getting her any higher. The 300% works, DJ. Yes, it does. The 300% works, but you're not boosting her proc rate beyond 60%. That's where she is at Tier 5. So, Bubba, when you're using Pike, Harrison, and Roe, Pike is only impacting Harrison. Your Roe is still at 60%. Well, that was the point. Well, I right. know. I was kind of hoping. I mean, that, obviously, I was kind of hoping that Roe was going to get to 100%. 100% well, yeah, it would be great. But, but the, the purpose of that crew, right, for the way, reason I was using it is I wanted to kill them in one shot, mm-hmm. right? If Roe triggers and I'm ignoring all of their shields, then I'm going to do 80K damage or more, depending on how much I got to load up the two slots in the underdeck in one shot and then the rest of it doesn't matter you're right but you've only got 60 percent chance of that happening is essentially how it comes down to you got a 60 percent chance at at a tier five row you got a 60 percent chance of that working 40 percent chance of it failing now if it <clears throat> and and that kind of goes back to that whole mud crew i remember us talking about this you talk about fat mud if fat mud procs he's devastating but when he doesn't, he's a completely wasted slot. Rowe's the same way. Um, so now Cheapo says, GG Tyler Rowe. I can tell you this, as far as Rialta PvP goes, GG Tyler was not nearly as good as TOS Kirk and Uhura because Uhura had that extra shield ignore like Harrison. I do still like Bubba's, um, but it was inconsistent for me. Bub- well, it's actually not good for me, Bubba, because my Rowe's only at 30%. So I was 70% not getting a result out of her. You see what I'm saying? Uh, and, sure. why, and why it didn't work as well. Uh, which, and, and that's what was sad for me is that Pike was not impacting her. So when we checked it out, we were able to confirm that any proc rate is not considered a combat ability, therefore not impacted by Pike. So that was your update so, on Row Mud. So Pike doesn't affect her damage boost either? Nope, because it's not the variable. She is fixed at 300%. The very, That's unfortunate. It is. It's really, really crappy. If you guys take a look in your game, okay, when you look at Pike, all right, Pike's ability increases the officer ability, which is technically highlighted in green. All right, that's the variable. That is what can be changed. Everything else about that ability is fixed. So, for example, if we're looking at Harrison, Harrison's officer ability is for the first round of combat. Harrison ignores 80% of the shield. 80% is the green variable, and it's in combat. Okay? So, he's going to be effective. Let's look at DJ Oki. All right? At the beginning of each round, if the opponent is burning and you're in battle, of course, DJ Oki increases. It doesn't read this way. I'm just... I'm. I'm hyperbolizing. Uh, DJ Oki increases your own mitigation by 500% of crew's health. Guess what? Battle ability. Pike would affect the 500%. That's actually a really good one, by the way. Just as a quick heads up, okay? How about Pike, DJ Oki, and GG? Holy smokes. 
all right? Because Pike is going to improve the 500 times, what, 1.4. That's going to take your mitigation. 500 times 1.4 is going to take your mitigation to 700%, just as an FYI, better than 5 of 10. Just throwing that out there. Somebody looking for a good auger crew. Pike, DJ Oki, and, and uh, GG. Stupid good on your mitigation. Because DJ Oki is able to be affected by Pike. All right? So uh, some, some good stuff there. Now, then you take a look at, say, Row Mud. All right? Or let's come down and take a look at uh, one, of the, one of the actual MUDs. Uh, which one was it, Gregor, that had the uh, 823 ways to die? Is that Fat Mud? No. Fat Mud, yeah. Fat Mud. Yeah, it was Fat Mud. Let's look at Fat Mud. Where's you at, Fat Mud? Trying to find him. He's, uh, you guys could probably find him faster than me. Fat Mud is, where's my Fat Mud? Can't find him. Do I have him promoted? Let's see, where you at, Fat Mud? You're wasting time right now, Fat Mud. Here you go. All right, Fat Mud, officer ability, 40% chance to double shots in the first round. Guess what? Not affected by Pike because it's a proc rate. Proc rate. Well, mine says 40% because I've only got him at Tier 3. Sorry. All right, 40% for me because it's a proc rate. So Pike has no impact, even though double shots, first round, sounds like combat. All right, it's not because it's a proc rate chance all right so pike does not increase that gregor i know you had done a lot of testing with him in the beginning i don't remember us having this problem a year ago do you th- do you I think don't do you think that i mean were you getting pike to impact i mean like if you if you did pike moreau fat mud shouldn't that shouldn't that make him a hundred percent no, I guess it wasn't. I get well. Yeah, no, and I, I think I remember. I think I remember running it with Harrison though, like it was Harrison and Fat Mud in the sidecars. So I don't I know. Just, I don't remember if I was running it with Pike and Moreau. Just I just uh, maybe mean Pike Harrison Mud. I just mean for actual testing. Like who has him maxed? Does anybody have Fat Mud at tier five? Because at tier no. five, yes. Okay. Yeah. Here's where we could actually legitimately once and for all prove this. All right, because if you ran Pike and Moreau, that's basically 120% damage or 100, 100 damage, 120% boost plus base. It's 2.2. 60 times 2.2 equals 132%. Definitively, if you ran Pike, Moreau, Fat Mud, he should proc 100% of the time. Yet, what we found with Row Mud is that she did not. Then Scopely came back and told me that proc chances didn't work that way. But I swear to God, Gregor, we didn't have this problem when we tried it with Fat Mud a year ago. Yeah, I don't think so either. But his chances were so low then because it was only like tier two. I don't know if we could ever suss that or suss that out at that point. Well, we could try it now. Somebody take out and just go kill some cheap hostiles. Kill like 10 hostiles. Let's see if we can make him proc 10 times. Because if Fat Mud with Pike and Moreau can proc 10 times, then we know Scopely is not correct. And maybe there actually is something wrong with Roe Mud. This is why I'm trying to figure this out, because I can't tell if Roe is broken or if proc rates are not affected by Pike, which is what they told me this week. 
but it, it just doesn't sound consistent. My fat mud is not high enough. My fat mud's only 40%, and I don't think I can get there. Let's see, 2.2 times 40. Now, see, that's only 88% for me, so I can't guarantee it. I need somebody with at least a tier four. Yeah, I need somebody with at least a tier four mud to test this out. Ten battles, Pike Moreau, Fat Mud. Make sure he procs all ten times, and, and let's see what happens. Because if Scopely told me the truth this past week, then he is still going to fail on average of four of those times. Because they say Pike will not affect a proc rate change. I, I, don't, I don't feel like that's right. I feel like... I feel like it does affect proc. I mean, yeah, well, it has to. Well, that's why we want to check it, it out. It has to. It has to because of the GG. Remember, Tal, GG, and Mud, or Tal, GG, and Pike? Proc rate has to count. No, Tal was only working because no, no, GG was. So you were right. Rent... But... Yeah, but Max but... GG would proc every time. 100%. So you were running Pike, GG, and Tau? Mm -hmm. Is that how that worked? See, I never mm -hmm. had Tau, so I could never tinker with that. And and But GG, what was your GG rank at that time? Oh, I don't know. They recently just fixed that, the Tau thing. Well, yeah, but, I mean, your GG rank, she was, I mean, at level two, she's already 60%. No, so, no, no, you had to get it to level four for it to be 100%. All right, so let's look at Officer Giorgio. Not Empress, but Epic. Where you at, Giorgio? There you go. And so you're saying with a pike at Tier 4, that was 75%. 75 times 1.4, you could get her. And you're saying that with a Tier 4 GG. Not pike, bro. Pike. Yeah, G -G no, G -G sorry. Pike, yeah. GG Tau. You're saying that you got 100%. Burns, yeah. Yeah, see, it didn't sit well with me, man. And that's why I think there's something wrong with Roe, Bubba Joe. We should, listen, a Pike, a Pike Moreau Roe should have procced 100% of the time. But it's not. Arrow has got some interesting data, I bet. Arrow always has analytics. Arrow, welcome to the stage. What do you got? Uh, I actually don't have really any data. Just uh, pointing out that Jonathan Ingram said fat mud didn't work. And I wanted to point out the differences between row and fat mud don't work. They're a one-time proc chance at the beginning of battle. The other ones you're talking about where it works on proc rate, they're proccing through the battle at the beginning of every round. So it could be mechanically different on Scopely's side. A one-time proc at the beginning of battle, a pike doesn't work for, pike row, whatever doesn't work for, which is row and fat mud, piking, uh, proccing through the battle like Giorgio and Lorca does work. Yeah, maybe. Because it because it has an opportunity to proc every time. See, Jonathan Ingram says, um, Jonathan Ingram just wrote in the chat, Pike Moreau Fat Mud did not proc 100% of the time. Hmm. Yeah, I see your comment now, Arrow. See, this this is where this is where this gets me a little bit batty, Gregor. Because it kind of it kind of sometimes feels big. Tell me this doesn't sound familiar. It kind of sometimes feels like Scopely doesn't know how their own game works sometimes. 
<laughs> yeah, it kind of feels like they don't they don't always want 100 percent totally understand how their own mechanics work um, i don't know dj i don't think i've ever heard that said before <laughs> i'm telling you man oh goodness so so we've got we've got confident evidence that a proc chance if it is checking proc every round can be affected but something that only happens once like because row is a is a one and done right row never has a chance she never procs later it's just once right let's read her again at the start of combat row has a 20 percent at base chance of increasing damage dealt by the ship 300 percent of total attack of all officers for all of combat one chance and that's I'm what you're GG right now. And is that I'm what you're thinking, here. Arrow? Is that if it's if it's a one and done, then maybe Pike is not checking it because it's considered pre-battle, maybe, and not. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, and that's what the evidence shows. It doesn't work on Row. It doesn't work on Fat Mud. It works on Georgia. It works on Lorca. It works on um, Kirk. You know, the ones that are that are procking every round. Mm-hmm. That actually makes sense because they're. You know, we, do you remember um, Steven Zarin wasn't there? And I think Snake Eyes actually made this. Snake Eyes, wasn't there a chart where you showed, because this is when burning got messed up, uh, there was a chart that showed pre-battle requisites, battle requisites, and then post-battle processes before you would proceed to the next battle. There's probably something in our graphics room. When did burning get changed? Um and that is probably when you're going to find that uh, in our graphics room is that there is three phases to a battle log. Um, and if something is pre-battle, like row mud or fat mud, then very, you know, very much perhaps it is not considered battle-based and why pack, uh, Pike is not going to impact it. But if something is, is able to, to check conditions and affect something during the battle phase, then perhaps... That is what separates the two. Um, so, <clears throat> however, Jonathan Ingram is able to also verify that Pike Moreau Fat Mud is not procking 100% of the time, which means Fat Mud is stuck at his 60% if he's maxed out. That's all he's going to get, which is why Bubba Joe, Roe Mud wouldn't get to 100% because she must be a pre-battle thing. We're going to have to go back and, and tinker with this a little bit more, but there's your updates on Roe and... Uh, and and she was not getting to 100% for me. Like I said, I was using it so that I could get to, you know, 100K damage against the 40K hole with no shield from Harrison. I and mean, that was the whole purpose of the crew. And and to not be using the same crew as everyone else, right? Yeah. Yep, yep. Thank you for the data, Arrow. Thank you for your crew suggestion, Bubba, because you know what? Your crew suggestion has turned us on to a, I don't even want to say a wild goose chase, but I would say a very solid investigation into exactly how some of these mechanics work and how Pike and Picard are going to work for officers moving forward. You know what, just and, – and you know what? I want to give credit for just a second to how about some Rialta freaking Rialta PvP, the dumbest event, the most fun, quirky, stupidest event in all of Star Trek Fleet Command history, leading way and making way into an actual ridiculously complicated and very player-informative investigation into – proc chances battle abilities and pike thank you bubba for bringing it to our attention we're going to continue to chase this thing down and make sure that uh, we end up coming back to a solid 
solid conclusion for you, hopefully backed by data from Scopely. Uh, right before the break, I told you I had something kind of cool coming up. Uh, very limited in what I can tell you. What I can say <clears throat> is this is still, Bubba, not the thing that was going to affect 95% of players, okay? Uh, and, and when I, I keep saying this is still not the thing, still not the thing, this should just kind of give you a little bit of warm and fuzzy that Scopely's got a lot of stuff very, very near in the pipeline that it's like literally just a day or two away from coming out. This week, people, there's going to be an announcement made. And, and we tried to time it out, but, you know, today being Sunday and me not on the air again until Wednesday and then L.A. times and Dublin times and all this stuff, we just couldn't work it out to where we – because I, obviously I wanted them to try to put the change live while we were on the air. And crazy enough, big country, they were actually willing to, to kind of coordinate with me a little bit on timing you know, versus like Monday versus Wednesday versus Tuesday or whatever. Um, but but it ended up getting complicated, and finally I just said, you know what, just just launch it. I'll just tell everyone that I knew what was coming and that I pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed for this to happen. By the way, and I wasn't the only one. I'm not taking credit because the mods did too, the community did too. There's something coming this week that, that a decent chunk, I, I don't even want to guess on a percentage, but there is something coming probably within the next 96 hours. 72 hours that that people are going to be very happy about that we've been asking about for quite some time uh and that is coming in the next just like i said couple of days and is still bubba joe not the thing that i've been most excited about for the last 30 to 40 days there's still more to come and and i'm pretty jazzed about it okay no i'm not even going to guess 80 percent. okay I, I i'm not going to guess 80 percent. um but there is something coming. This one that's coming this week is definitely appealing to a smaller subset of players, okay? But it ain't level 50, bros, and it ain't level 15s either, okay? Like, this is right solid smack dab in the middle of the pack, and, uh, and something is coming that, that's going to be kind of cool this week. So I'm really pumped about that. Um, and it, it, um, DJ, DJ is, it, is it endless generators? Do my generators just keep running? Because that would be cool. Well, since you're a level 50, bro, and that's what you want, and this is not targeting the level 50 bros. I'm going to go with a no. Oh, I'm going to miss out. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, actually, you know uh, what it is? It's it's another exocomp. It's 25% buff to increasing your ops. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so I, I, uh, you know, I have, I have not let the community, re- uh, forget this. And I, if you're upset about that, I hope you're not. I, I am not. I actually think, I think it's a lot of fun. I think it's really funny. Cause I keep having to dodge it every time. Scopely <laughs> wants to, every time Scopely wants to do something, I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to make sure that they know that like, this is not what I was so jazzed about. Like Scopely ID. Like I know that a lot of people are actually excited about that. I probably could have claimed that that was what I was talking about, but clearly I'm an imbecile if I think 95% of players play on iOS. You know what I'm saying? So obviously that wasn't it, but uh, that one was a good one. You know, there's another yep. good one yep. coming this week, um, and and there's another good thing, the 95% thing. That I'm, there's only 15 days so, left in the month, Bubba Joe. So I'm, I'm sweating yep, it. Yep, yep. It's, it's supposed to be this month, but I mean we're we're halfway through, so I'm I'm keeping my fingers crossed. I'm keeping my so, fingers crossed. I, I had I had a sobering thought that I shared with uh, you know uh, in a community like Big Country and, and Gregor, 
that you know it's like 95 percent of the player community and then i and i posted what if it's not us what if it's everyone but the level 50 bros gets this awesome new thing? <laughs> well, I mean, you you guys are like the 1 to 2%. You know what I'm saying? You... <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. And I'm like, man, that would be so disappointing. That would be really disappointing to you guys. I'm sorry. Yeah, that is the one. You're the 1%. All right, guys. Uh, listen, we have Steven Aaron. Give us a time. Where are we at on time? Truck and chick. She's, she's scolding you, uh, Bubba Joe. Uh <laughs> Oh, goodness. Uh, we are two and a half hours. It's about time. You know what? I'll tell you what. Do we have anything else? Let's see. Things to come. Oh, strategy revisited. You know what? I'll tell you what. I'm not going to get into the strategy thing. All I was going to remind you of is that Icarus is coming. We talked about how Icarus, day two, is going to focus on research. Um, Icarus, day four, has not yet been revealed to me, but there is going to be a day four solo milestone. However... However, this is what I am going to warn you about, okay? During the first Icarus, there was uh, that building event, all right, which was miserable. But Ripper told us of a way to do it with exocomps. Whoo, big country, burying another body. Uh, there's a way to do that with exocomps, all right? I am preparing for that. I could not do another building event, all right? I, I literally could not. It's not in the schedule for the Icarus event, but they're adding a day. Okay. Now they could add a day of hostels. They could add a day of research, or they could go back and add a day of building. If they add the building day, I'm screwed. So I am preparing with the exocomps. I've been telling you guys to build up your stock of exionic chips. Do not blow your blow them on premiums right now because don't forget that day did have uh, a mechanic that allowed you to score by obtaining exocomps so if you have been hopefully you have been amassing the axionic chips so that you can potentially do a couple of premium pulls that day that could potentially help you through whatever may come in our surprise fourth day so that was what i was going to remind you that was what i was talking about with the strategy revealed be banking those axionic chips so hopefully you can do a premium pull or two to help ease the burden with whatever's going to come on that fourth day. Listen, it could be helps for all I know, okay? Might be super easy. Might not have a thing to worry about. But I don't want to be caught with my pants down because I struggled during that building event and I know I could not do it again. So just be aware. And, and, and you know, listen, I imagine for Bubba Joe and Big Country, that was probably not an easy event to do. I mean, you guys have most of your buildings done. What building gives you what what did it ask for it asked for thirteen thousand power i think is what it was and it might have been higher for you big country i don't know uh it was 13 for the 50s yeah uh, but didn't didn't it give you points for ship xp no nope. it did not it was straight building power or you know what i must have did the exocomps or exocomps like, yep. I, I don't remember struggling with any of the events well it kicked my butt and I did not do the exocomps because I didn't even have a level 15 factory at that time. So, I mean, I, I couldn't have done much, you know. Now, I've been doing the ATAs. I'm much more prepared this time. Uh, and I hope that you guys have heeded the warning that Ripper gave uh, so that you guys could be prepared for that because whatever is going to come, uh, be ready with the exocomps during the Icarus event that starts on Monday and is now going to last 
four days instead of three. Uh, don't forget, you got one more Rialto event coming up, so one more chance to break out that old dusty ship and get out your row mud and go have a little bit of fun. Also, Parabellum happening this week. And, and by the way, a new... Uh, or not a new, but the second run of the Galactic Server Milestone event. Listen, don't forget, last time we got a freebie. Last time they double enrolled us. They have corrected that. So this next one, uh, Bubba Joe, you are going to have to choose. One side or the other. One frame. You get to choose your frame. You will not be able to buy both. You won't be able to enter both. You get to choose one side. And they say that they've got it fixed up and worked for this second run. So you will only be able to choose. Again, coordinate with your servers. Coordinate with your teams. Let's make sure nobody's left in the cold here. By the way, Bubba, or Big, I went back and listened to, listened to that on playback. <clears throat> the 30% milestones, Ripper explained it to you guys exactly right. They're basically assuming that 450 people have to do one ticketed event per day on three days to finish the event. What that means, big country, is that they're assuming that 450 players equals 30% of the player base because I knew what question you were asking. So according to Scopely, and this, as Ripper said, is not exact math, but according to Scopely, they are estimating our bracket to be roughly 1500 daily actives that is the math yeah that's what i was i knew that's and, what you were driving at was lead. i thought that everybody could kind of reverse math that yes and say oh our server has about this many active players well ripper okay. is right they did it in brackets okay so we right. could have 15 we could have 2000 we could have 2200 we don't know all right but they created five different brackets for this event we happen to fall into this one where they're they did the math based on 1,500 active players. Here's how you guys figure it out. Take your top milestone, all right, divide it by 100, then divide it by 3. Then take that number, divide it by 0.3, and that is the number of actives that they based your formula on. All right? So, again, just to clarify for a little bit of math, ours was 13,000. Divide that by 100 is, um, no, wait, is that right? Was it divided by 10? Yeah, I mean, it was 13,000, right? So you divide by 10, that gave us 1,300. Then we divide that by 3, that equals 450. Then you divide that by 0.3 because they equaled that. They said that was roughly 30% of your active population. So you reverse engineer that. That gives a server 15 at roughly 1,500 players or at least a roundabout in that bracket. So that's how I went and listened to that big, and I wanted to address that for you as well. Real quick nerd math, okay? There you go. Um, let's see. I think that might be about it. Anything else? That was it? Okay. Uh, we are at two hours and just over a half, so I'll tell you what. I'm going to give you five minutes of community Q&A blast. Let's do it. Five minutes community Q&A blast. Five minutes community Q&A blast. You guys get your questions in right now. And I will answer them as best that I possibly can. DJ7 says you got it right. Take your server milestone, divide by 10, then divide by 3. Then divide by 0.3, all in that order, and you'll get your approximate 
bracket for number of active players. All right, there you go. All right, uh, very quickly answering the first question, Scopely ID. Scopely ID is going to give you your real player ID, okay? So yes, <laughs> somebody says, my player ID is way longer. Yes, that's your real one. So don't worry about it. That is that is absolutely normal. That is your real Scopely ID, your real player ID, and that is exactly how it's supposed to be, okay? There you go. Uh, let's see, what else do we go? Looter says, what do we know on Photon Tokens? We know, listen, I've been hinting that Photon Tokens are coming. Rev released in a video a quote from a developer that says, keep an eye out for future patch notes. Again, I think Rev kind of summed this up. We know they're coming. We don't know exactly when, but I told you on this show that a formal proposal had been sent up. I think that's a good thing that Rev was also able to get confirmation. Well, I don't know if you consider that confirmation or not. They say watch the patch notes, and they told us that an actual plan had been sent up for management. A formal proposal from the ops team had been sent up, so I think that's a very, very good thing. I think Photon Tokens are on the horizon. When does Snake Eyes get a raise? I don't know. Maybe when we launched that TikTok you were talking about. <laughs> I don't know. Lucky. <laughs> I'm decent. I don't want to do a TikTok. Lucky Scotty says, do we know anything about server merges? Actually, crazy enough, I don't have any updates on server merges at this time. Root Dude says, what are we doing about skin shards? Buddy, I don't know. I have been asking about that every chance I get. I promise. Every chance. I am not letting it go. Uh, Looter says, when does DJs put ice on his injury? Probably sometime between the end of the show and before the time I go to sleep with tears in my eyes. Shiny Shoes says, what's going on with the Alliance tag issue? Yes, so they have identified this. Sadly, it cannot be fixed until the next maintenance. <laughs> so only a couple of weeks left, guys, but you're going to have to deal with the tagless Alliance issues, and that is coming uh, hopefully in the next uh, next update. Hopefully. Uh, Stony Dude says, any news if rare directives are going to get better sourcing uh, so we can finally run some Swarmatas? We've been talking about it. They haven't given me any kind of plan. We don't know anything about it. They haven't given us any confirmation on anything that they're doing, but they have been receptive to me telling them we need more directives. More directives. There you go. Big Country, I have no idea. I can't. <laughs> Big Country says, how come when I upgrade the ship's impulse engines... My impulse speed does not increase. I mean, it's been a thing for a really long time, man. I can't answer that. I'm sorry. Um, Merciless says, can an exocomp allow your ship to cloak? That is not currently a mechanic that exists within the game. So at this time, no, an exocomp cannot do that. Uh, Lucky Scotty says, has uh, territory capture been reworked? Not to my knowledge. Uh, Subcommander says, what happened to adding to the cosmic cleanup chest? Good question, man. I keep pushing that. They keep saying it's a great idea. And then we don't see anything. So I don't know. Lieutenant Bennett, <laughs> Lieutenant Bennett says, uh, would Photon Tokens alter gameplay of 95% of the player base? I don't know. Ask the level 40 plus players if their loyalty chests contain anything related to G4. You can ask them. Bubba Joe says, when do we get a new state of the game? You know, good question, Bubba Joe. Um... Ares has taken a, an inordinate amount of vacation this summer. I mean, I'm not kidding. He's on vacation now, again. 
and is for like the next week and has been for the last week and he took another vacation last month i'm telling you man those european countries they got great vacation packages it's kind of crazy i want unlimited vacation <laughs> uh dj27 says how far did you run like it, dude so in my garage apartment it's probably 20 feet to the fridge like that's how far i went and and it killed me um so anywho Wicked Witch says, why are we still getting BPs for ships we don't need, like Kumaris and Kiras? I mean, good question. I don't know. I'd like a converter for some of that stuff, but who knows what they're going to do with it. Uh, let's see. What do we got? Uh, I guess that's it. Yeah, Prio says, I need a digit job. Yeah, I'm telling you, don't you have to work a little bit before vacation? Listen, Ares has been there for like six months, all right? He's due for four months of vacation. So <laughs> that's it. Uh, yeah, listen, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm trying to get him back in here, but every time I try to plan him, he's got a reason why he can't come in. I think he's scared. Honestly, I think he doesn't like doing it. <laughs> I might have been too hard on him last time, maybe. I don't know. That would be terribly sad. All right, let's play a game real quick. Do we have time? Steven's Aaron, do we have time to play a game or just want to draw a winner? I'm a little bit tired. I'm not, I don't know if I'm doing an Instagram. I don't know if I'm doing any of that stuff. Snake Eyes wants to do a cat TikTok. <laughs> he wants to do a cat TikTok. I want, I, I think it's a great idea. It's just, oh, cat TikTok. All right. Oh, we did the horny covering on the horse foot, didn't we? Yeah, we did that one. Okay. I'm trying to, I've got all these cards on my desk and I think I've used most of these. Yeah, we used the wafer one too, didn't we? All right, hang on. I got to find new cards. Let's see. We used the Monarch. We did the Ice Cream Sunday. Okay, I don't think I've used this one yet. Okay, there's six questions. Hang on. I got to get all my questions ready. Hang on. I wasn't prepared to play. Okay. <clears throat> oh, so we got to... Crap. I got to... I got to... I should have drawn a winner while I was waiting. Okay, here. Contest and pick. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Captain Pat Sparrow to the stage. Captain Pat. All right, Captain Pat, all you got to do is raise your hand. Come on up to the stage. Captain Pat Sparrow is here. And uh, we're going to play a game of Star Trek Fleet Command's Blurt. Actually, it's a Talking Treks Blurt. Talking Treks Blurt. I just got the cards tonight. Captain Pat, I need you to click on the green bar and join us up here on the stage. Join us on the stage. You've been invited. Now all you got to do is just click on the little green button. If you cannot, Captain Pat, are you here? See, he's probably been invited by somebody. I can't tell if he was, if he raised his hand or if he was invited. Captain Pat, invited you invited him. So he might not even be listening. Captain Pat, you got like 10 more seconds. I need a response. Captain Pat, Captain Pat, Captain Pat. All right, well, I've got questions for Blurt. And if somebody can't play in voice, then I've got Fake News or Florida. All right, Pat's gone. It is kind of late. Contest pick. Sorry, Pat. My bad. Contest pick. Oh, my God, look, the looter. <laughs> he just... <laughs> he influenced the bot. The looter says, you pronounce my name, the looter. And then the bot said, okay, how about the looter? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Looter, come on up, buddy. You've got the green bar. I know, right? 
He hacked into our bot. All right. <laughs> What's up, Looter? How you doing? Good. Is this working? It is working. Welcome to the stage. Let's play a game. All right. Talking tracks blurt, Looter. You've been a loyal listener to the show. You know how it works. We got 40 seconds on the clock. I got 10 questions. You got to get three right to be a winner, five right to max your odds. If you can't think of the answer right off, just uh, pass, and we'll move on to the next one. I've got 10 questions. Are you ready to play Looter? Ready. All ready. right. Uh, truck and Chick, keep track of my answers and questions and everything for me here, and we shall begin. 40 seconds are on the clock. An orange or brown coating that forms on iron or steel when it's Rust. exposed to moisture. A large area of ocean or sea that is partly enclosed by land. A bay. A group of nuns living together. Pass. A body temperature that is higher than normal. Uh, hypothermia. A title of an article in a newspaper. Um, pass. Land that is covered with thick, thick growth of tropical trees and plants. Uh, rainforest. The thin, sharp cutting edge. Uh, crap, I messed that one up. I'll give you five more seconds. Uh, an upright panel to which a basketball rim is attached. Uh, backboard. A wolf-like wild dog that lives chiefly in western North America. Coyote. A piece of cloth or paper used for wiping or drying. Paper towel. All right, he said paper towel. All right, truck and chick. I messed up one of these. We're going to go back through the beginning, all right, because I, I messed up and gave the answer to one. All right, so let's start here at the very beginning. An orange or brown coating that forms on iron or steel when it's exposed to moisture. He said, what, truck and chick? He said rust, I think is what he said. Yeah, okay, correct. That one's a good one. All right, a large area of ocean or sea partly enclosed by land. Truck and chick, his answer was? Bay. A bay. All right, somebody's going to have to help me with the definition. That is not actually what I was looking for. The name, of the, no, the name on the card was going for a gulf. Is bay an acceptable answer? Because I don't honestly know the answer. I vote yes. <laughs> yes? Okay, Truck and Chick says yes. There you go. All right, two for two. A group of nuns living together. Truck and Chick, he passed. All right, skip on that one. A body temperature that is higher than normal. Truck and Chick, he said... Hyperthermia. Uh, hyperthermia. The card yeah. says the card says fever. Fever. Yeah. Is hyperthermia a correct answer? <laughs> I've never heard that term. Anyone in chat? <laughs> hyperthermia. Hyperthermia <laughs> is like heat stroke. Uh, hyperthermia is temperature above normal. We're gonna give it to him. He That's is correct. Okay. He's correct. All right. There you go. Uh, a title of an article in a newspaper. He passed. Uh, he passed on that one. Okay, we were looking for, we were looking for headline, uh, land that is covered with a thick growth of tropical trees and plants. What do you say there? Rainforest. Said rainforest. You know, I, I kind of feel like I'm going to give him that one. We were looking for jungle, but rain, rainforest is good. Uh, then I screwed up. I said the thin, sharp cutting edge, but it was actually the thin, sharp cutting part of a blade or knife was the edge. So I had to toss that one. An upright panel to which a basketball rim is attached. What do you say on that one? Backboard. Ah, you got that one right, too. And I think this was the last one we asked. A wolf-like wild dog that lives chiefly in western North America. What do you say on that one? Coyote. He said a coyote, and that was correct. How many is that? That's six. And then he six. also got paper towel. Next. 
Oh, I, the next one. oh, so I did one more, a piece of cloth yeah. or paper used for wiping or drying, and he said a paper towel. That's correct, which means he got seven that right. Nice. <laughs> All right. He got seven. He got seven, which doesn't technically set a record, okay? So we're going to just give him his three normal chests, but as a, as a sign of goodwill, uh, Looter, we are going to also make available to you the um, the chest that contains 500 axionic chips. And as we told you, of course, the uh, Icarus event begins tomorrow. All right, so maybe those chips put you a little bit closer towards getting a premium, pa- a premium pack if, in fact, I can get somebody to grant you the prize on time, which may be our second problem. So I will let you choose three chests, Looter, one through 20, that each contain... Uh, a various prize out of our stash, and your fourth option will, in fact, be a chest of 500 axionic chips. What are your three choices, Looter? Uh, I'm going to go with chest number 4, 11, and Lucky Scotty's got it right, chest number 17. All right, 4, 11, and 17. Chest number 4 contains 2,500 faction credits of your choice. Chest number 11 contains 2,000 epic directives. And chest number 17 contains 500 G3 or G4 uncommon materials or parts. Plus, you've got 500 axionic chips on the line. So, Mr. Looter, you've got four different prizes at your disposal. Which will be your prize? Uh, I think I'll go number 11. Number 11, which was the 2000 Epic Directives. Congratulations to you! There you go. Uh, did the game take all 20 minutes? That wasn't 20 minutes, was it? Was it really 20 minutes? Uh, good thing. Good thing we're all done now. Oh, my God. It did take 20 minutes. Okay. We, we got to bounce. 2,000 uh, epic directives for you. Thank you very much, Looter. Appreciate you playing. Thank you very much for being here, and thank all of you guys for hanging out here on the stage of Talking Trek Live. Thank you to my panel of guests tonight, Baba Joe. Thank you very much for being here, my friend. Appreciate you and all your data. Always fun. Thank you very much. Big country, thank you, sir, for being here on your Sunday night. Is it time to go do some more armadas? Big country's already doing armadas. Already doing armadas. Already. Uh, thank you, Truck and Chick, Steven Zarin, your moderators here tonight. Thank you so very much. And your graphic designer, Captain Mark, your executive producer, Snake Eyes, in the house tonight. Thank you guys so very, very much. Appreciate you all. Please visit our website. Visit our website at TalkingTrackSTFC.online where you can link on over to our YouTube. Be sure to subscribe there as we push towards 5,000 subscribers for 5,000 materials is what we're doing there. Also, check out our merch. You listen to the show. You love DJs and crew. You love Snake Guys. Go get you some merch at TalkingTrackSTFC.online. Also, consider joining our patron program. These are players that donate $5 or more a month to our cause, and we thank you guys so very much. As a matter of fact, I'd like to say thank you to those players right now because they keep the lights on around here. Gregor, thank you, my friend. Thank you, Ska, Vankman, I Beglum, Big Country, JC, Hank, Chuck the Grunt, Dark Lord, Stevens, Aaron, Ahab, Fukum, Thorn, Virtual Army, Jayberg, DJ Gur, Red 2, and Honey, Aceus Dunk, Bojack, Ape Crush, Jonathan Ingram, Tabby Moza, Regis, Lady Cass, Engineering Free Philly, Hudson, Doc31, Morpheus, Nick Burns, Cam Coulter, Jetski, Wingnut, Z-Man, Fluffy Puma, CCXN, Devil's Advocate, Goofy Names, Rock, Leonidas, Raxnar, Striker, V-Ready, 
uh, Jerry Ryan, Indy Dandy, Quack Foom, Mr. Fusion, Callus, King 101, Silent Stabber, Commander Taylor, Dama Darks, Blue Mandalorian, Infinite Key, Maztec, The Professor, Chronic Break, Spock the Avenger, Medic 213, Stony Dude, Fog and Farts, Bubba Joe, Crazy Bob, Rude Dude, Aryan Judge Cran, Galen, Cobra, Splatsu, Eden, not my game name, Sentinel, <laughs> Ripper Goes 12 Hours, <laughs> Con Air, Irish Jack, Wyman, Vinius, Giovanni, Dragon Slayer, Lord Neelix, Lord Pete, Lobot, Silly Tom, The Egger, Never Clutch, Storm, Harshest Procedure, Lugga, Subcommander, Doug, This Fella, Captain Jack, Dr. Link, Jason, Velvet Thunder, Right Turn, Clyde, Royal Power, Scarlet Hawk, Young Ducat, Lorenzo, Seven of Nine, Lube, Cha-Cha, Baba, A-Fox, Midhead, Bills Mafia, E-Rock, Afro Jacks, The Clueless One, Warren, Hugs and Cuddles, Gator, Evil Dragonfly, Shady Pines, and your mom. All donating $5 or more to Talking Trek, a registered trademark, <laughs> and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. My name is Ultimate DJs. Thank you guys so very, very much. You guys have a wonderful week. We'll see you on Wednesday. This is your friendly neighborhood cat person on Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast saying meow for now. My name is Ultimate DJs. Have a good night, everybody. <laughs>